0: Welcome to episode eighteen of We Have Such Films to Show You. Uh, I'm your uh host number X, Josh.
1: Hey people, this is uh host uh three. Wait, two,
0: Yakov. Yes. Uh we're 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 experimenting with counting. Uh, uh <laughs> how how are you how are you dealing with the whole uh holiday season here i feel like i'm uh you know constantly off kilter
1: we we have a tree and um the dog has only opened like several of the presents last year um his or just everybody's no um i uh one of the one of the ones that she opened was mine and the other one I'm not sure and then we've got some boxes that are going out to her relatives and she like got a good chunk off of the box <laughs> um, so she's a, but no last year this is actually pretty funny last year I got my wife um a uh it was it's just like a little plaque that I got off of um off of Amazon. Uh, And it says a house isn't a home without a puggle. And there's a picture of a puggle. And clearly they make it for, like, all the dog breeds. And the dog opened that one and only that one. Huh. Which was weird. It was a good thing I came home uh, before she did.
0: And I had to (laughs) rewrap it. And I was mad at the dog. (laughs) Freaking dogs. Also, I like... You know, I I, I like... uh, uh, We'll, we'll talk about the the movie eventually here at some point, but I, I like I like that misgendering a dog is not really a big deal. Like I don't know I I don't know your dog's gender, I I, I say it's a him because I guess dogs default to being boys for me, and 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 then it's not like a how dare you, sir. It's like a, no, I'm just going to casually use the correct pronoun for the dog, and then we're then we're on the right track. That's a nice thing about dogs. Basically, what I'm saying is parents take offense way too easily. <laughs>
1: when you refer to their children as small dogs. Yeah, that,
0: I'm not saying it, you know, it's like, I don't use it. You should, you know, be giving me some credit here, folks. You know, it's like, how am I supposed to know? Did you oh. have an unfortunate
1: encounter <laughs> with a child recently? <laughs> no, 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 it's just, more just constantly on- ongoing. Yeah, it's
0: more, more of an ongoing, uh, this is the way my life goes. This is the way, I, it's just how I roll. Uh, <laughs> So this week, this week, this fortnight, we're talking about uh VHS as we announced on the the Facebook uh, about a week ago, which that seems like a pretty good thing we've been doing the last few times of actually uh if we don't know when we finish podcast N managing to say on Facebook before podcast n plus 1, which uh which film we'll be watching so people can actually see it and uh, you know follow along.
1: And I've been also I've been um I I guess I should have actually been explaining it but like the last two times on Tumblr I've just like uh, posted a um, a thing from the movie we're watching but I guess I should make it a little more obvious the next time I do that I'm going to say you know hey the next movie we're watching is whatever because we're not announcing it on Tumblr and I we've got a whole bunch of followers on there about as many as we have in the Facebook group where we announce it and um I, I I don't think that's like a one to one crossover. Uh yeah, we so there's uh, definitely people following us. Uh, so hey, if you're following us on Tumblr, uh what up? Sorry about um not telling you what movie we're gonna watch.
0: <laughs> you're in the surprise. you 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 know, Facebook is a control group. You're the experimental group. Uh yeah, no, we'll uh we'll 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 double it up there. We'll make sure we're mentioning it in both yep. places. I like that it only took us like a dozen and a half episodes to figure out that maybe we should, you know Plan well and to be fair to us like we started off with it being very clear what we were going to watch because it was all those movies in a row so so I guess we're not such jerks after all I forgive us um, yeah me
1: too we're pretty great yeah we're I so like great it. one of you sent us some fan mail which we appreciated.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah thanks for the, the fan mail uh, person who uh, emailed uh, and as I'm, usual thanks for the, the, the Facebook comments as well you know I mean Zaneel
1: like, Ororo yeah there thank you, you Zaneel for the lovely letter
0: uh but yeah so VHS what should we 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 let, let's let's talk about this movie this is a horror anthology which is something yes. that I think I, I was saying on a previous episode I, I really like the idea that this might become sort of a thing again
1: I think that's how we got on it because I said there's no more horror anthologies and you said did you see VHS and I said <laughs> no and then you described it and then now we're here yep. um so yeah it was it was it was a it was a good anthology um like most horror anthologies i've seen not a lot of um like not a lot of thematic crossover between the uh between the um between the stories outside of the uh you know the 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 main premise is that you know it's being shot by somebody that's in the scene um but that's okay i don't mind um it was what was there five movies
0: right Yeah there were there were, there were yeah. five movies and then a framing film
1: Yeah so the so just uh so the frame narrative uh framing narrative that's called Tape 56 and then in order it was uh Amateur Night which was um uh if you haven't seen these please go I I don't need do we really need to do a spoiler alert every time
0: I don't think so <laughs> let, 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 we can briefly uh say, this, move, this okay, is another one. This is another one's worth watching. There's another yeah. one that's worth pausing and watching and then coming back to the podcast. But uh yeah, But if you're too lazy um, to do that, just listen along because I'd rather you listen also, to the podcast. This
1: one is genuinely fucking terrifying. Um I watched it, you know, actually I, I put this on Facebook that I, I decided to watch this in the dark by myself with the lights <laughs> off at night and you know, definitely didn't go to sleep terrified. Uh certainly didn't have any nightmares. Uh but no, this movie's fucking scary. Um even when I was I was just rewatching it again, and it's 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 still scary in daylight with like you know my wife sitting on the couch uh, watching some murder show on the TV while I watched it on the iPad. Um, where where was I? Okay, yeah. So the first uh, film is called Amateur Night, and that's a monster movie. Um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's basically it's yeah, it's a monster movie. Uh, then there was uh, Second Honeymoon, which is directed by Ty West, who did uh, House of the Devil, which we did uh, last fortnight, right? And that's a uh, home invasion. That's a yeah, it's a well, I yeah. would describe it as a home invasion film. It's it's got the tropes from it. It's not a home being invaded, but but it's got um, that
0: yeah, it's got that element. Yeah.
1: Um, then there's the Tuesdays of the seventeenth, which is very clearly a sequel to a slasher film, which I really enjoyed. Um... And then uh, the sick thing that happened to Emily when she was younger, which is uh, um, haunted house slash body horror slash uh, alien
0: abduction slash gaslighting. Is the yeah, piece. slash,
1: yeah, really uh, yeah, it's also, yeah, psychological horror, I guess. Um, and then 1031.98 which is uh, possession, exorcism slash poltergeist, poltergeist haunted house sort of thing. Um yeah. And then the uh the frame narrative is just uh a bunch of malcontents dying one by one.
0: Yep. Which was
1: uh Yep. So that's
0: uh That's that's the contents. Yeah. That's what's in there. Uh and yeah, it's you know, okay, so there's there's one thing about the anthology concept, I don't know how much coordination there was between the various filmmakers. Uh, going if in. If there this.
1: wasn't a lot, I'm actually more impressed with it because there was a lot of um, repeated shots which uh, so if there was no coordination between them, uh, I'm and I can totally believe that just because the kind of shots that were repeated were the kind of shots that you sort of have to do if you're doing a first-person horror movie, See, which is
0: yeah. That I was going to say. I, I, I'm not. I didn't get the immediate impression that there had been coordination because even though there is a lot of repetition of some of those ideas, I feel like uh, we're many years now into the modern point of view found footage. Uh, sort of horror film. Like, right. like like as a genre, you know, w- with Blair Witch really sort of... It is a genre, being basically. The, uh, be- being, I think, the modern touchstone, you know, not to, yeah. not to give it undue credit or anything, because I'm sure people will say, well, you know, yeah, but this did that before. But Blair Witch was huge. Blair Witch really was a popular success with the found footage uh, thing in a way that I think makes it a pretty reasonable touchstone to say, okay, this is probably where a lot of people who started having ideas about doing their own little indie uh perspective based film. Yeah. Got that idea. You know, it's it's it it was which, the-
1: is, which is great. It's sort of like it, it, if you ever hear anybody like talk about punk rock, like one of the things they mention is that when you see when you like whenever anybody saw a punk band on stage for the first time, like one of the things that they would always take away is hey you know me and my friends could totally do that you know it wasn't like watching you know some like technical like Ingve Malmsteen brilliance it was just people having fun and I think you know Blair Witch Project was the same sort of thing for filmmakers where it's just like oh you know what I don't need like millions of dollars of special effects or you know like fantastic actors all I need is just like a good story and a good way to and a good way to show it to people
0: exactly so uh so yeah so so so, so, so I feel like I feel like there's a lot of reiteration and uh, refinement in the various films here of a lot of the ideas that have sort of shown up previously. So, the fact that a lot of people used some of, you know, the same sort of shots, I, I think, is as much as anything just evidence that they've been paying attention to the genre that they're now working in, yeah. as that they necessarily you know discuss that with one another. Um, and obviously, there was some so, some amount of uh, work, you know. With I think the framing film probably followed in significant part the the rest of the films, but but sort of conspicuously is shot in such a way that doesn't really talk about any of the films. So that it wasn't necessarily necessary that it be you know conceived and put together after them. Because right. I feel like every film we saw as a sub film that someone from the framing film watched, we didn't get any sort of feedback about the specific content of that film or anything. Um, but one thing I want to ask, I want to ask if you noticed uh, in the mm-hmm. framing film, uh, there was a naked dude wandering down, wandering around in the basement. I have a screenshot of it. Excellent. Now, I, I took that as a reference to maybe one of the naked dead dudes from the uh, Batgirl story. Um, well i mean there was but it, it was it was kind of ambiguous because that guy was also like super dead and bloody in in that story and that didn't seem so right. bloody in this but i feel like i feel like the first time i watched the movie because i originally watched this uh, i don't know months ago like a, before vhs2 came out so you know probably a good year ago uh and i felt like i saw the mask from second honeymoon somewhere in the basement got a glimpse of it or something but I didn't notice it this time. But I may have been typing or something, or maybe I just uh, misremembered that. But yeah, I, I'm kind of wondering if there were little elements of all the subfilms littered throughout that basement that I just didn't catch most of on this rewatch. Um, or,
1: yeah, I didn't. I didn't catch it uh, most of the like. Uh, yeah, no, I definitely didn't catch it. But that would be really cool if that was in there. And like the uh, the naked guy. Um, the, what I saw and then when I took a screenshot and then I had to I, I saw it like five times in a row because I had to get the screenshot <laughs> fucking rewinding in it Netflix yeah. is, it's such a pain in the ass I actually have a there was something else that I wanted to grab a shot of uh, during the last segment and so I took a picture of it on my cell phone <laughs> <laughs> so I have a a picture of a television playing a movie that was made to look like it was shot on a video camera. It's it's just levels upon levels and your you people are going to see it on a computer screen. So there's there's another uh but um yeah it looked a lot more amorphous than like a standard human figure. Yeah. It it, it reminded me of like um Sort of like a Chris Cunningham kind of thing, where if you know Chris Cunningham, he's the director of a lot of music videos. He's done a bunch of Apex Twin ones. Um, he's done a lot of stuff with Apex Twin, actually, just like not even music videos, just collaborations. Um, and yeah, it, it looked like this weird walking naked amorphous thing, rather than like a distinct human figure. So I didn't really put it together with the uh, with the naked guy from the the other thing.
0: I, I yeah, I may have just sort of invented the connection then. Um. Yeah, I'm curious. I'm curious if there were any other little things in there cause, yeah. Hey, know. If
1: you if you listeners have noticed any, feel free to um, feel free to drop us a line. I'm sure everybody else <laughs> will appreciate it. Exactly. I mean, like somewhere in public or something, or you know, even if you email us, we'll put it on the Facebook group or the Tumblr or, or painstakingly
0: uh, construct a note from cut out letters from various newspapers and you know, send that to our home addresses. There's um, fonts to do that now. It's <laughs> yeah, amazing modern technology. Uh, yeah. So, but uh, what the hell is I going with that? Anyway, um, yes, anthology. One thing I wanted to say, and this is this is a complaint that I had the first time, and I lessened my complaint the second time when I decided to think through it and invent some justification for it. But I, I have a technical complaint about the conceit of this anthology, which is that it, this is all stuff on VHS tape, but most of it looks no, better than VHS.
1: No, it's definitely. I, I
0: can't no, be all on VHS I'm not, tape. I'm not saying it was shot on VHS. No, but no I mean w- it,
1: even in the movie, it can't all be on VHS tape. Uh, Second honeymoon. That was definitely a DV cam.
0: But but the guys in the framing film, the guys are plugging VHS tapes into VCRs. Oh you know, right, is right. Is I think like, it was like,
1: transferred. I think it's implied that it's transferred to VHS tape. Yeah, at some but point. the thing
0: is, it doesn't magically retain its image quality when you transfer it to VHS. Once you transfer it to VHS, it looks like it's on fucking VHS because VHS kind of looks like shit. And and yeah. uh, and and this is a it's a petty it's a dumb complaint it's it's the guy saying you know well I don't know I'm not sure if if that's the file format that they would use in a computer system when watching Tron or something <laughs> but uh, but still at the same time it's 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 also hard for me to get away from sort of the technical side of the conceit when it is sort of a technical like it, it it's a format conceit and the the films variously all play so much with the technical side of this and with right. the like specifics of the aesthetic the the, the nature of the specific medium that it, it, it's a little bit harder to step away from that even though I know like well there's a reason you don't like do a couple transfers across VHS to make the image quality like shit you don't want your movie to look like shit which okay that's <laughs> totally fine that's totally fine but it still is a thing that like tweaked me a little bit like it's it it's almost like you know, someone decided to make a Dogma '95 film, except for they decided half the things were actually stupid bullshit, and they should completely ignore them. Which, you know, it's it's that, not. I think that's part of Dogma '95. <laughs> <Yeah>. Well, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, I, I don't think uh, von Trier would. Uh, have a big problem with saying fuck you to rules that he himself invented, for example. <laughs> so, so, you know, but yeah, that's just, that's a thing. I guess I just want to get yeah. that out there. That's a thing that I have hard time completely letting go of because there's so much invested in the idea of this conceit. And then there's this sort of glaring yeah, um, inconsistency.
1: Yeah. I definitely noticed it. I, I just assume that who would like the, 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 the creepy zombie man who's collecting these movies just, Oh, doesn't have any sort of other player. And so all of the VHS tapes that come to him through all of his means of getting VHS tapes have been explicitly transferred to VHS for that reason,
0: which... Um, well, and maybe VHS is the only format that... Uh, <laughs> That works. It's the only one that's got the yeah. proper sort of resonance to capture the nature of what these things are. One thing I'll say is I have watched VHS 2, and I enjoyed that too, and I, I think that was a, a nice sequel and a nice refinement of some of the stuff they set up in this one. Um, not necessarily like Yards better or anything, but it's it's interesting as a follow-up anthology, and it tries to set up a little bit more of a sense of some sort of trape tape-trading culture. It doesn't get too specific, but it sets up some notion that there is something going on here besides some random old guy in a basement, which this film sort of implies because the, the the hooligans in the framing film are doing this job for somebody who wants this one specific tape. So obviously, somebody else out there knows there's something there. But but otherwise, we get very, very little in this film. And the second one does a little right. bit to build that up, which I thought was kind of nice. Um, yeah, th- nothing,
1: yeah, there's nothing... nothing. Conclusive in this movie at all, where just like every ending, just is there. There's so many more questions that, um, you know, the there's do they fix that or I mean it's not a problem to fix uh, really, but do they do
0: they refine that in the second one? Um, well, I don't know. We, we should watch the second one sometime. Is, I think what yeah. we should do because I don't want to talk too much about the second one when that's not the one that we ask people to yeah. watch, and, and and this is the one we're actually talking about. Were, so, were you the one that brought up the fact that they d- explicitly didn't name it SVHS for some reason because yes, they were yes. planning they, to? They, yeah, they were going to, yeah. and I'm 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 going to assume that just uh, boring our heads prevailed at some point, like maybe. Maybe maybe they just independently decided that as cute as it would be, it would be confusing. Maybe someone saying, "Hey, you know, yeah, your your first film, same money will help you with distribution, but uh, you can't fucking name it SVHS because who's gonna know what that is, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> either way, either way, yes, that's the 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 missed opportunity that I I am sad that they because then they could
1: have just with. called the third one VHS Plus.
0: Yeah, and, uh, which and also and, a thing, and they could like do a a, a spinoff called Betamax and. <laughs> Uh which would be basically the same movie except for no one could play any of the creepy movies because who has a baby play. <laughs> but it look a lot better. Yep. <laughs> I, I like the idea. Them, I, I feel like I feel like they, they could definitely do prequel stuff for this too. Like, you know, I mean they they just like play with every uh every goddamn uh media. I had some yeah. specific idea about a prequel and I can't remember what. I think maybe I, I may have just sort of had the period piece nature of uh House of the Devil on my on my mind a little bit, but uh um
1: There could be an old time radio, uh, version of it called (laughs) phonograph.
0: Exactly. Wax cylinder. (laughs) Uh, we should probably talk about the movie. I guess, I guess. Okay. So one thing I want to say about this movie, uh, is that, uh, it opens really terribly. Like, like, like it's, it's, yeah, I, I really, I had tremendous misgivings about the film. Uh, You know, like, once it opened and once that first scene
1: happened, I'm just like, Josh really likes this, so I'm just going to keep watching it, assuming that, you know, in some way they either make up for this or explain it somehow. Yeah, it just... kind of they did but yeah no it's a terrible way to open the movie and this,
0: this is one thing i will say that uh, that the second movie did way better is it was way less reliant on casual uh sexual assault essentially as a a, a thematic element because yeah this movie opens with these guys being hooligans and we're establishing that they're hooligans and so we're getting per- first person perspective they're camcording their hijinks as they uh bust stuff up Uh, and randomly grab some girl and lift her shirt up, you know, totally out of the blue in a parking lot, just freaky, frightening sexual assault sort of thing. Uh, And it's like, this is what, you know, and, and, and then these are the guys who end up going breaking into some old guy's house to try and steal this video because basically they're hooligans for pay. They're doing this shit because, hey, some guy will pay him, you know, 50 bucks to do this and that's good enough for them. And so they're, they're horrible assholes. And these are, as far as we know, our characters in the film, which is, it's it's not exactly unprecedented for a horror film to set up the movie with unlikable characters who you then sort of look forward to seeing get killed, but but still it, it felt like what the you know this is really this is what you came up with is like okay yeah let's go uh, randomly sexually assaulting people that sounds like a really good way to open yeah and it. I mean. The- they, they
1: also have like just
0: during – I think it's during
1: the framing device and the payoff is like after the first movie possibly um, where one of the guys um, – I'm going to call him Glasses Guy because he's got glasses. <laughs> uh, where Glasses Guy is like secretly videotaping him like almost having sex with a young woman and then she realizes it um, and, and doesn't. And then it turns out the Tape 56, uh, which is the name of the framing device, is also the tape that they record – all of them getting killed on that they overrided and then he's sort of pissed off about which was kind of a joke and it was kind of funny but you know if you include that which i thought was fine to include you really don't need like that you know sexual assault scene in the beginning you, you don't need both of them and the second one's better for what they're trying to you know establish with that is that these are you know complete assholes in every way you can think of including two women yeah um so yeah I yeah the, that the, was... the
0: interstitial reveal eventually of the uh well, it wasn't—it wasn't really a secret, but you know, to the viewer, it wasn't a secret. But but the reveal of the girlfriend finding out that she's being taped uh, mm-hmm. while they're getting it on, yeah, it was effective without being like as exploitative and at, without being as just fucked up. So it's weird. And, and this is this is a thing. This is a real recurring theme throughout the films too. Like like there's 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 these twin theme of sort of lack of respect for consent regarding video taping mm-hmm. uh nudity uh or or sexy times uh, right. and, and and also uh there's a lot of uh girls taking off their tops yeah uh,
1: i i did enjoy the fact that you know it's every like every time that all well all, i'm gonna say almost every time something like that happens where you know like they're the like the the conceit of the movie is used as a way to just like highlight women being exploited or something that the, at least some of the people doing the exploiting do just like get their comeuppance on that. Oh, sure. Where yeah. it's every single, well, almost every single time it's, it's, you know, clearly uh, and occasionally very ironically, um, you know, sort of punished where, um, you know, like in amateur night you get, you know, there's, all of like the, the, actually, there's a, but when well, we get to amateur, but in amateur night, there's a scene where basically like one of the guys that's going to be murdered is just like naked and terrified in the bathroom. And I thought that was a pretty great, you know, sort of like a reversal of like, you know, the, the scared naked woman, you know, about to be assaulted. It's like, you know, there's even, there's even a dong shot, which, you know, I commend them for. There yeah. was, the, um, so yeah, they're, 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 you know it, it turns it around. It just doesn't do a good enough job of turning it around it, the framing device it, to be worth it.
0: Exactly, you know it's it, it's kind of it's one of those things where, I I would much prefer that your position be hey, uh, let's uh, let's let's highlight how bad. You know, sexual exploitation and sexual assault is versus. Oh, hey, look, awesome! It's a naked chick. Who cares? You know, yeah. They're obviously not coming at this from the perspective of not having any idea that it's problematic, but at the same time. Four or five times throughout your film anthology, when you do the same sort of blunt force thing of like, oh, you know, it's bad sexual exploitation and, and sexual assault, and I'll tell you how we're going to show you by having it happen and then having a bad thing happen to the person who did it. Yeah, and it's like, uh, yeah, my motherfucker. And I was like, uh, find a you know subtler way to play with this, you know. Well, uh, to
1: be fair, it was a lot subtler than most movies that do it, where you know, um, it it there there was no. Well, for one thing, nobody got raped in this movie. So, unless I'm forgetting something,
0: I don't think no, so. No, no, yeah,
1: no, it doesn't. So, I mean, that's already better than just so many movies that deal with this. Uh, where would, they yeah, but actually, I would say
0: by matter of degrees, though. I mean, if you're if you're gonna yeah. if you're gonna go as far as basically actively threatening it, you know, it's you're already you know pretty yeah, no, far already, into already, the weeds already, there. You're, yeah, you're exactly. already pretty actively really exploiting that. So. So yeah, that's a thing. That's that's a thing. I did not particularly dig about the yeah. you know, the, the film is I, I felt like that was way too present. It was you know, and, and I like the idea of them like playing with the idea of consent. Like like that that is a thing that and that that shows up in various films uh, in different ways, which is which is sort of interesting. You have uh, a couple of uh, in second honeymoon, uh, the wife definitely is you know putting up a fuss about uh, being videotaped by the husband. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't go anywhere. It's more just like she's uncomfortable with it, and he's being sort of a whiny dick about it. Uh, but that doesn't go anywhere. Uh, in in uh, the one in the woods, the uh, the 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 seventeenth. Yeah, the, the the one at the campground or or in, in in the woods with the glitchy man. Uh, there there the the person who doesn't want to be videotaped is a, a dude in his bathing suit, which you know is okay. We're reversing it a little bit at least. It's not always just like hey, let's terrify women or or make them uncomfortable. Um, you have got a sort of total reversal of that in the the bad thing that happened to Emily or whatever it's called, uh, where she's just totally down. Like, hey, well, you know, we're web chatting. I miss you. Here's me naked from the waist up. You know, uh, so it, it, the, the, the the sort of consent side of it and the idea of you know camera and perspective uh, as an extension of sort of someone's uh, sexual will is at least they play around with that a little bit more when they're getting away from just the, uh, endless, Hey, let's, you know, go after women thing. But, uh, so yeah, so I don't know. I, I've mixed feelings about a lot. I, I think, I think, I think the ideas they were playing with were interesting. I just, I kind of wish they'd gotten their shit together and said, Hey, you know what? Let's have, let's have one of those in these to make that point, And then let's yeah. do other things, you know? And, And that's, that's, again, a thing where I kind of wonder if this is just a result of letting, you know, four or five people all play with the same general framework and they're all going to try and tackle the same genre ideas. And it's something where it's more just because everybody sort of had the same thought, it becomes conspicuous in a way that otherwise wouldn't have been as much of a problem.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was like if each of these was, you know, like a horror movie in and of itself and like there was a scene like that, and it'd be like, all right, so that was that's that scene in the movie. But like when you when it turns into a theme, you have to, you know, maybe that's where coordination would have been, you know, sort of a thing to do. Where if you're going to turn something into a theme, you really should make sure you're handling it well and that your ideas are coming off <laughs> as well as you think they are, because uh, they don't always. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was, yeah. But, um, you know, I, it wasn't so, it, it, it was, it was there enough that I noticed it, but it wasn't so obtrusive that it really bugged me beyond, uh, beyond that opening scene. And there was actually one thing I did like was that, um, during amateur night when, um, tall bro is, is making out with, uh, the, the girl that isn't the monster. I'm, I i do not know anybody. I've got the fucking Wikipedia entry in front of me. I'm not even checking it. Um, <laughs> hang on when uh okay well that's not gonna help me because i don't brad whatever when the guy is making out with her and she's passed out and like the the thing there is that everybody's clearly like uh dude you need to stop doing that and he does and he's pissed off but like at no point is it's modeling good behavior from like even a shitty character yeah which i i, I liked where it's just like it's it's not done in like a moral way. It's just done as like this is, you know, this is the okay thing to happen when this other thing happens and we're just going to we're going to shoot it as if it's normal and I I'd like to see that just cuz again it's it's modeling appropriate behavior even if you're, you know, in the middle of a horror movie. Yep. Um yeah, so the guys, yeah, that, the guy's that was, a douche uh, but he's
0: not uh the worst possible douche. Uh Right. So I, I guess I, maybe we should just like step through these because we, we keep yeah. referencing them to little bits. Although, okay, <laughs> I, I do want to make one more general complaint that's uh, uh, me being fussy again. But, but one of the things about perspective type films here is there's, there's the question of where the edits come from. Right, you know, and this in the framing device, it's really kind of conspicuous. It's very jump cutty. There's lots of jumping around. You've got multiple cameras going into this house when they when they finally get on with the plot and go into this house to try and find this videotape they've been paved to find. And like everybody's got their own camera, and so you've got concurrent filming going on on these various cameras. But the film we watch uh, is does a lot of cross cuts between cameras, you know? Yeah.
1: Especially towards the end when both cameras are in the same room and neither of them are being operated by anybody because everybody's dead. Yeah. And there's still that cross cutting. Yeah. That was, uh, that was, I, I noticed that.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's, it's something where you could say, okay, uh, if we assume there is some sort of weird tape culture here, which again, the second film does more of a nod to, then you could say, okay, well, someone, maybe the old dude on the recliner, you know, once, once they were all dead, it was like, okay, now I can get some work done. Maybe they collected all the tapes, synced them up in Avid and, Mm -hmm. you know, sat down and, and edited together this final product sticking to a linear sequence, but, cutting between multiple cameras, but that's kind of a that's a big, but where did that come from? Where is the agency on this? Like, who is the documentarian here if we have a documentary editor doing this? And without that answered and without a clear reason to expect some sort of answer there, it's kind of conspicuous. It feels like this is no longer so much found footage as found and carefully edited by an unknown agent footage, and that's like, well, I, I, what are we doing? Yeah, I don't know.
1: I, it was pretty, it was really apparent in the framing device, and it was really apparent in uh, a ten thirty one ninety eight, which is the, uh, the the haunted house one, because but in the other ones, I, I, I think they did a pretty good job of it. Um, in Amateur Night, you know, one of the, the, part of the camera is that he could easily turn it on and off, because there, there's a button or something attached yeah. to the glasses, so you know, that, that makes sense that there would again there was no really obvious edits in that one um second honeymoon same thing not a lot of obvious edits it's just the camera turning on and off at uh you know at times that makes sense um tuesday the 17th there was a couple of uh there was a couple of scenes that were really really clearly composed but it was also i think the most stylized of them and so I, i sort of give it a little bit more uh I give it a little more leeway, and um, this is the thing that happened to Emily—I think that that's the one that dealt with it the, the best because it made, um, you know, it, it really made the encumbrance of having the camera a thing. Yeah, um, and 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 it made the fact that there's no that there was no way to edit what they were doing like there was it's a Skype conversation there's no way to you know there was there was no way to pull off an edit in that and they accepted it and just they just went with it and then in 103198 it was really obvious a few times because yeah. because the, I mean it's a it's it it that one must be you know a VHS camera in his head that he has no easy access to and they were very very clear dramatic cuts like cuts meant for pacing in that, and yep. it bugged me. But and who's
0: and it, who's changing the who's changing the tapes on this thing, et cetera, et cetera.
1: Right, but um, it's yeah. But it, I, in in that one, unlike it bugging me in the framing this, in that one, at least the content made up for it. Where I was excited enough to watch the content that you know I I, I noticed a couple of times. I'm just like you know what whatever you know you see the zipper a couple of times on the monster. It'll yeah,
0: and that's uh, and I I think part of the thing is it's it's tricky when you go and do the framing device thing. It becomes more <laughs> conspicuous when there's different levels of attention to these mechanical things from film to film. Whereas if you, if this had just been like, you know, five films of terror, you know, with like the crypt keeper or just nothing but title cards separating them, then it'd be more like, Oh, okay. These are five different takes on this rather than having this sort of narrative conceit that these are all right. actually in some sort of shared universe where the differences in, in their execution uh, become harder to explain. Uh but yeah, it, 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 I I guess I'm just trying to get all of my complaining out up front. Apparently on this because because I'm saying all this as someone who really in, like like all 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 complaints aside, I enjoyed this film. I enjoyed the sequel. I I tend to enjoy these sort of things in general. I mm-hmm. e- even if even if I'm picking them apart, I tend to enjoy uh the effort being made to create the justifications, and I even enjoy sort of when justifications fall down for these. Like the Paranormal Activity films are in the same genre Mm -hmm. and they've got a very distinct uh, you know more so than most of these reliance on extremely static shots like it's almost always contrived to be some sort of security camera or a camera on a tripod setup so they're just loaded with long static shots and repeated static shots which is a really interesting constraint to try and deal with cinematographically and the films do varyingly good jobs of it but but it's really fun to sort of see what things they do and don't do and what things they came up with and whether there's Solutions, you know, match my expectations uh, for w- for what the solution should be to that problem or whatever. Um, so I, I I like this stuff, and I, I I like the fact that this is sort of still a a a new and still being settled genre where there's not as necessarily as much maturity to the answers to these questions. Like people can even if they come up with the same solution. M- Substantially, a lot of time seeing different people doing these different takes and trying to figure out how to justify having this camera, how to justify setting up this scenario. Uh, it's it, it, it's it's fun and it's interesting in a way that you don't get quite as much of with a more traditionally shot yeah. film. So
1: yeah, and it's also um, pretty apparent that you know like when that there's a lot of creativity like it it. it the anthology isn't just like all right we're all going to make a horror movie that's being shot in first person on tape and everybody's like okay it's clearly not that they they put thought into why it's happening and and you know how it's happening which which I enjoyed it wasn't just you know it the, there's more depth to the premise than their sounds which you know which you get when you have talented people working on it and these are clearly talented
0: people yep so yes, yeah, so enough of enough of my complaining about how unrealistic it is that you know people would keep filming or that there's a you know yeah. mysterious editor and et cetera et cetera et cetera. Yep. They're they're still fun films. They're still yeah. fun to watch, uh, and I, I like them as a collection because yeah. it's interesting to compare the different sort of approaches they had. Uh,
1: I one last really quick thing about the framing device. I actually really enjoyed the scenes of them smashing stuff. It was really satisfying, like in a sort of really visceral way. I kind of enjoyed watching them smash that house. Oh,
0: it's totally, it's totally that scene from uh, Pinocchio with the, the, the island that the kids get sent to and they're just, trashing stuff and I thought that was that seemed like a great idea it's a little bit fucked up that this is like oh you can only go here because you're a morally questionable child who's going to get turned into donkey slave labor I, oh, I think it Pinocchio. Yeah, <laughs> right, if you haven't seen Pinocchio stop the podcast go watch it um, but you know it always seemed like yeah it's a great idea I, I would love to have like a sanctioned place to like you know break stuff because like that that'd be you know a lot of fun and I, I never I never grew up like shooting guns so I didn't get like the outlet of like you know maybe Shooting cans on a fence or something like that, and I, I don't know. I, I always sort of like that. So, so I can I, I can get. Uh, it, yeah, I, uh, to some extent, maybe that's why they threw in the whole sexual assault thing is because guys just busting stuff up doesn't read as terrible. Like right. it, it, it seemed like it was maybe a, basically an abandoned property too. I mean, it's still it's still random. You know, hooligan vandalism. You know, it's not this is not a way to set up someone who's supposed to be like, you know, the happy, you know, protagonist or something, but it, it reads more like, or even like a misfit or
1: anything. Yeah.
0: It, yeah. But, it, but it reads like mischief rather than like, you know, straight up horrible motherfucker necessarily without more context, at least, which there certainly wasn't, uh, in that opening sequence it was just them smashing up well, no, there, there was the,
1: there was the brief part where they're also um vandalizing a house that's clearly being lived in at the time ah, I, I it was, it was, was really brief and easy to miss Ah, okay um yeah so all right so let's get into the actual movies. Uh, so the first one was just amateur night which um do you have any theories about that title because i do and i'm not entirely sure if it's correct
0: uh i my I, I was reading it fairly straight face, faced as uh just reference to the idea of taping amateur porn
1: oh, okay, well um I've heard amateur night uh it used to describe a couple of things, mainly by bartenders like my wife tended bar for a while it's used to refer to uh, i think either i think say definitely St Patrick's Day and also either Friday or Saturday night. Where it's called Amateur Night because it's where all the people who are bad, basically bad at drinking at bars, come out.
0: I have heard that, yeah,
1: yeah. So that's and and I mean, these guys get kicked out of like at least two bars over the course of the movie and are you know total assholes. So you know that's kind of what I figured it was. Yeah, um, named and yeah. So that's basically what happens. Like you know the the opening to it is just is you know a total bro down it's you know three bros a um a large one a blonde one and a small one
0: See, and i had titled Um, two bros and a dork like i felt like the guy with the glasses was the guy with the glasses partly just as a social dynamic with them with the two bros were like super bro bro let's go do this thing and the guy with the glasses ended up being sort of like and you are the one who's obviously uh you know going to be along for the ride. It felt like the dynamic to some extent, like he was the more nebbishy one, but, uh, yeah, but he, he, but he 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 was, he was still, yeah, he, he
1: he wasn't like the, you know, he wasn't like the whipping boy of the crew or anything. They, they were all clearly friends and, um, you know, liked each other to at least some extent. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And then, so what happens is they, on the internet, they get him uh, a pair of glasses that can record things. And why why would they give it to the guy who's the least likely to get you know laid, which is clearly their intent?
0: Yeah, uh, I, I, why they would I, maybe they just didn't want to wear they, dorky glasses. I don't know. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of explanation there. He's just yeah, it's like well, here did. these
1: aren't going to handicap you any more than you know genetics did or whatever. Um, that's that guy is sort of. He looked like two things. One is that he looked like I did when I was like about nineteen, and the other thing is that he looks like Sam Rockwell Jr.
0: Kinda, yeah, yeah. Um,
1: so yeah, and so you know the basically the first half of the story is just them on a on a, on a bar crawl. Yeah, getting you know, drunk, can, partying. Yeah. Uh. Um, and then there's if. And like in the last bar because they get kicked out of a couple of bars um, and, you, and the last bar there's a in the back in a couple of background of the shots because uh, um, there's you know a strange looking woman that 's making eye contact with um, the guy wearing glasses and then eventually comes up and talks with her and she is um, the actress uh, Hannah Fearman, she is a very she 's beautiful but she 's also very striking she 's got these enormous fucking eyes. She's just very slim, very angular, but she's got huge eyes, yeah. and they clearly, you know, used uh, makeup to make them look even bigger. And um, she had you know, a small she,
0: role in some other film as t- credited as bug-eyed girl. So I think that <laughs> may be something that she can sort of play to in casting. But uh, but yeah, yeah.
1: Um, yeah. And then you know, when when she is like first framed as just standing there, him looking at her, it becomes really clear where this movie is going like you know that she is going to do something like there is no way that you know the person that is being looked at by the camera right now framed in the way that she is is not the strange thing about this horror movie
0: yeah I really like um, I liked that there were a couple little shots of her uh, before she's really introduced as a character which I did not catch the first time like like sh- there's a really tiny glimpse of her coming down the stairs when he's on his way yep. in and then there's the shot right before the conversation like 20 seconds before that there's a shot of her just looking at him and she's not big in the shot she's just like one of the people in the bar in the background but like once on rewatch was like oh shit yeah she was on this shit yep before any of us were um which i thought it's like the
1: chair in the last movie it's also sort of implied that
0: she's like one of the friends of the girl in the red dress uh on the first watch that that's what i would sort of taken Mm -hmm. was she was just with that Entourage, yeah. And then it becomes clear on second watch that, no, she's just circumstantially there. And they both end up getting in the car with these guys. And you can read yeah, the uh, stuff that girl in, in red said to support that. Uh, as yeah, more like yeah
1: the, the second time I watched it, I was just like, because the first time I watched it, I was like, you know, well, why is like the, the was she red haired, the, the other girl? She guy, might have been. Or she, she was wearing a dress. Ra- red, red dress. dress. Yeah. 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 It's like, well, I'm like, why is the girl with the red dress, you know, friends with the, with the, you know, monster, really? bat, succubus lady? And then when I watched it again, I'm just like, oh, there is absolutely no indication they even know each other.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's just everybody's drunk except for uh, the, the, okay, so let's, let's talk about this girl, this, 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 the, mm-hmm. the, the bug eyed girl, our, our central character character who turns out to be some sort of monster what do you think she is just like we're talking monster monster taxonomy what what, what, I, what what's this species is your take
1: i thought she was a succubus
0: see my my, my first thought was vampire and and uh, angela my wife uh, her take was demon like mm-hmm. more, more sort of generic uh demon type thing. And, and and we talked about this a little bit. And and my take on it from the vampire side. And I also I also thought of the succubus thing, and it feels like it's it's sort of nicely undefined where exactly it is, too, because the film never has someone say, My God, she's a you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's much more, yeah, not not doing that sort of vampy thing. <laughs> vampy. Uh, but my, my feeling was I like my, my feeling with the vampire thing is that like maybe mm-hmm. this is what the actual sort of thing that vampire mythology came from. Through you know mutation and refinement over the years, so you 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 go from uh, very clearly bat, very clearly bat-like mm-hmm. wings at least, and you got the sharp teeth, and you got the ravaging a dude, and you've got the big eyes and the gaunt features. Uh, th- these all feel very vampirery to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I, I, I yeah. like kind of the idea that she's maybe sort of like the the actual er beastly vampire shape changer slightly thing. Uh, versus the more you know, Bella Lugosi. Oh, they want the circular blood, sort of uh, thing. Right. That was I my bl- take. Yeah,
1: I. I mean, the thing is, the movie leaves it open enough that you know we can all be correct about this. True. True. There's yeah. There's so little. Uh, there's so little revealed about like her nature as 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 a whatever the hell it is that she is. That yeah, it could be. It could be very well any of these things. Um. Because yeah, it it's it it's sort of odd because you can't really say explicitly that she seduces them but um there's like there's yeah i'm trying to f- I, i'm trying to figure out a way to phrase this uh she she doesn't seduce anybody basically but she is receptive to it yeah and then that's how she gets them you know in a position to devour them yeah so it's 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 a little bit of the thing but then it's not the
0: thing yeah well yeah it's 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 sort of like a hazy sort of succubus thing in the same way that you know i'm arguing the hazy vampire thing like it doesn't it doesn't fit some sort of classic dramatic mold of oh well you know she's you know she's sassy and she's you know hey baby and then but then ah you know she's much more she is this odd sort of feeling person in the dynamic but at the same time like you say she was receptive Uh, Although it's a really interesting thing. I think she, I don't know what her intentions for glasses dude were like, like it's not clear. It's never made clear what exactly she had in mind with him. But at the same time, she does really, really kill those other two dudes. She kills, she kills the bro dudes. And when, when, when alpha bro dude is starting to make out with her because he's disappointed that girl in red fell asleep and he's like, well, maybe I can make this happen. Uh, she's receptive to it, but she also doesn't seem super thrilled about it. Like, and she keeps she's got eyes on glasses. She's got eyes on yeah. the perspective character the whole time. Um, and when when bro dude starts, you know, he's on top of her and sort of getting with her a little bit more. Um, She's she's grabbing for perspective, dude. Glasses, dudes, pants, and, hmm. and, and and it seems like she's really specifically interested in him, and not so much in them. Even though she's willing to let them sort of be, uh, sexy with her a bit before she decides to. Well, not blonde guy. Him. She hates blonde guy. Well, well, yeah, blonde guy. But by, by the time blonde guy, yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, she's sort of like that. Seems like the moment she got freaked out, she went from being sort of like you know, okay, I guess this is happening, to being like, uh, I'm gonna murder everybody
1: yeah Yeah, and if you see like all of his interactions with her go poorly like you know when they catch her sitting like by the tree outside the club you know he tries to reach forward at her and she like bounces away in a like really sort of quick way that you know drunk people don't um and then you know when they're on the bed and he's you know laughing it up she like hisses at him uh, and then you know the the last thing is you know when he's you know he's stripped down and standing next to her while she's on top of uh you know alpha bro that that's when she you know bites him and probably digs into the other guy too
0: yeah so yeah it it, it it's weird I, I I do feel like there's this weird sort of conflict between her like obvious straight up violence against the two bro dudes and. It's well, like I, I she's. Think, like
1: her one line of dialogue, she was telling the truth because, like, the one thing that she clearly says is, I like you to yeah. Glasses Guy, and you know, she doesn't attempt to hurt him at any point, she does
0: attempt to fillet him. You know, and that's the thing, like, right, right? So, 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 yeah, so she, she kills the dude, he runs, we get some chase mm-hmm. sequence, he falls downstairs, badly breaks his wrist. Uh, you know, we get some nice effect shot of a compound fracture of his, yeah, his uh that looked wrist. Uh and then she sort of catches up and uh her face is split open a bit to reveal her more actual weird monstery uh look. And and yeah, and then she and he's sitting there, he's terrified, he's in a horrible pain, he thinks he's about to die, and yeah, we, we get the clear implication uh, out of frame. Uh, basically, just with noises that mm. she's uh, filleting him, yep. uh, and then he's apparently unresponsive. <laughs> figure he's she, also
1: apologetic. He really quickly says sorry before she bounds away, and it's sort of hard to hear in the commotion. But he he definitely apologizes to her. Yeah,
0: well, and and she says and, and and she comes up and when he's unresponsive, and she's like, "You don't like," you know. She's that's mm-hmm. like her other you know inversion of her previous dialogue repeated. Uh, and then she gets really upset, she starts crying she gets mm-hmm. she starts really wailing. A- Angela mentioned it, it reminded her a lot of uh the witch from left for dead actually, which uh, i I think is sort of spot on the sort of like uh crying, horrific figure that 's simultaneously sort of sympathetic in that you know sound of a human crying and also a terrifying monster that 's you know going to do God knows what to you et cetera et cetera um, so yeah yeah i i I thought that was that, that was interesting that like you know she 's just too out of her depth dealing with humans to know that actually no you gotta you gotta slow play it a little more instead of murdering someone's friends and then trying to get with them but was she then taking him off to you know see if they could nest a little bit instead I mean I
1: I think that's what it was that's, implied yeah that was she would have killed him otherwise probably yeah
0: so yeah
1: she has no I mean she at, at no point is it implied that she has trouble. Killing anybody, or that she's not willing to do it. So I think the fact that she, you know, sort of uh, grabs him and flies away with him is, is that yeah, she's taking him back to the to the nest. Yep. Um, and that was actually, you know, I had no idea that was going to happen. So the way, so what happens is like, as she's crying because he, you know, like bodily rejects her basically, you know, he runs away and he's like, you know, he, he runs outside of the motel and he's pounding on windows and they're like, go around, go around. Cause it's a crazy bloody man. Um, and then he comes up to some people at a, uh, like they're standing at their truck and he's just like, help, I'm really hurt. And they're just like, they're about to talk to him. And then there's like, they basically point you know, behind him and shriek, and all of a sudden, like he's off the ground, and you know, there's a couple of you know, there's a lot of blurring, but you see, like, oh, the ground is really far away now, and then it's much farther away, and you see him look up, and you see just like you know, part of her, like her head is basically coming down from the top of the screen, so you see part of her head and her chest, and like these enormous like leather wings, which I really like that shot.
0: Yeah, was that stop motion? Do you think I, I it had a feeling of it, but that could also just been treatment of the uh, actual video uh but it had a real sort of like old school uh sort of stop Ray motion Harry special kind of thing. yeah exactly you know yeah yeah i was curious i don't know how they did it, it but it was a gorgeous
1: it. it was a gorgeous shot and and i like that it was sort of presaged a bit because like as she's like her transformation like it starts with uh, you know the first thing he notices is that her feet get really weird like she gets monster feet well i don't, um, know, I,
0: don't I don't know yeah i mean did 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 we see her feet beforehand I mean, I don't know when she walked. So, so yeah, we, she may not have even gotten monster feet. Someone's have had them all along and we only see them once we get the, uh, full, full body taken off the dress, uh, shot.
1: And, and, like, right before, like, the big, you know, like, monster movie reveal shot of her face, like, now, like, with, with the, her forehead split open and, like, her monster teeth and eyes, um, is that you see her from the back and there's, like, these two giant bruise-looking things on her back and then... You know, I guess if you remember, you remember it, but like on rewatch, it becomes clear that that's where the wings are going to come out of. Yeah.
0: Another thing, and this is subtler, and I really like this as a subtle thing that I totally didn't (laughs) notice the first time because I had no reason to expect it. She's got a subtle vertical stripe down her forehead, which is clearly where, you know, I mean, because then her forehead sort of, you know, rips an inch open uh, in the, the final... Yeah, we when, see. when
1: they're in the motel room, it's clearly darker. The first time I watched it, it was just like, is that darker? It just must be the lighting in here. And the second time, I'm like, yeah, no, yeah. that's
0: definitely that that's definitely something starting shit is occurring. Yeah. Uh, so I, I thought that was I thought that was a really nice little touch too. So yeah, I I liked that one. I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. Oh, uh, and the,
1: the the very last thing that happens in the movie is that the glasses fall off him and hit the ground, which I thought was a good touch. That you know it doesn't it, it explains why we're able to see this. Yeah, yeah. Without somebody having located a monster nest. So.
0: <laughs> it's one of those things where I'm like, uh, uh, finally these glasses fall off. You know, it's like uh, they they were surprisingly steady about staying on. But that's and 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 to reiterate. Some of my beef too, uh, the 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 fact that he was starting and stopping this thing up until when he actually finally stopped stopping it. I feel mm-hmm. like he would have been distracted and less uh, thoughtful about that sooner. But again, you know, you're trying to make a short film and you don't want to have a whole bunch of tedious extra footage just to be more realistic about it. So fine, but but that was a thing. It was a thing. I felt it. I felt it inside of me. Um, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was that was that one, and I liked that one. Uh, I, and um, just, yeah,
1: uh, wait, did you have anything more to say about this one? Or? No,
0: I, I think, I think we, okay. we covered it all. So when the framing device
1: comes back, um, and the framing device doesn't do a whole lot of interesting things, but this time when the framing device comes back, oh, so during the framing device, oh, we forgot to mention the big thing, is that they find this, they're in this house where they have to steal a tape that they can get a lot of money for, according to um, the hipster vandal. Uh, and uh, they, they find this room and there's a dead guy in it and he smells bad and it's where all the VHS tapes are but there's no tapes there except the, for the ones that are in like the multiple TVs and these are the things that they're watching and then they bring up some tapes from the basement but anyway so when the guy sits down he sits down he puts the camera I guess on top of one TVs and begins to play one of the tapes and the guy uh, the, the, the dead guy is behind him when the framing device comes back the guy watching is gone and the guy in the chair is gone Who's dead? The dead guy's missing too.
0: I don't think the happened. dead guy was gone until after the second film, though. But yeah, that's the thing. Like, like, like they've got the guy. The, the dead guy disappears from the chair, and then uh, the next one after that, the dead guy is back in the chair. But both of the guys who were watching are missing, and then the dead guy's gone from the chair again when you come back after that. Uh, hang
1: on, no, he's no, he's gone right after the uh, right after amateur night. He's gone, and then he's still gone after second honeymoon ends.
0: I, I think he wasn't gone until after Second Honeymoon. I think he was still there after Amateur Night. I, I think he was there. Oh. They watch a movie. He's there. They watch a movie. Then he's gone. Oh. Uh, yeah. But we've got the mystery. The, 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 the first guy who was watching Amateur Night is gone mm-hmm. when the second guy comes in uh, and the dead guy's still there. Uh, because that's the thing. The dead guy being gone is really problematic. And so right. the, the dead guy isn't gone f- after amateur night, because the second guy needs to come in, not find the first guy, not really think about it, but also not freak out, which he would totally do if the dead guy was gone. And then the 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 third the third time we come back, the easy chair is empty uh but the guy is still there, the guy who was watching the second film is still there. And he's like, what the hell was that? Uh and then we cut to the basement and then we come back to the third one and the the chair dude is back and the guy is who was watching that. Oh one, yeah, no, you're missing. totally right. Because and it, I have it, yeah. guy
1: is gone and yeah. I, th- I thought that meant the guy in the chair, but yeah, no, you're totally right.
0: Yeah. So, so it's not until after like the fourth film when mustache dude comes up basically alone and he's looking for the missing dude, bro. And he finds the chair empty and he's the first person who actually is in the room when the chair is empty while right. we're watching. And, and, and yeah, then there's, crazy steps downstairs and everything goes badly from there for him. But uh, yeah, so it, it, it's a little bit interesting that they sort of tro- try and wove that together. But But I also have a hard time with the framing device because I can't help but think... Uh, it's taking them a really long time to stick some videotapes in a bag and get the fuck out of there, which they don't even mention at yeah, first it, when it, they it get takes there. it at
1: least two hours.
0: Yeah, yeah that, well, yeah, like these movies, assuming these movies are being watched in the time that they're being watched, which seems fair, because that's the way you framed it in your fucking framing device. Like, you're like, hey, I'm in the basement, let's just bag up all these tapes and get out of here. Seems like a really smart move, you know, not even as a horror film character who knows they're in a horror film move, just as a As someone breaking into a house, it seems like if all you need to do is identify some VHS tapes, it'd be good to spend as little time as possible in the house that you're breaking into. So bag everything up and leave done yeah, like, I, I, you know yeah, and and it
1: it's so that, that at no point is it implied that any of them are competent into anything
0: i guess and 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 it's just not a very satisfying explanation like the the framing device wasn't all that much about them being incompetent right. so it's yeah, know it's not a very satisfying way to go you
1: yeah, know yeah, it definitely doesn't explain why they're robbing a house for two hours yeah
0: so that's uh, what do you do what do you do but uh, but it, it bugged me um
1: so, um, yeah. second honeymoon, uh, the Ty West, moon. The, the, this is the, uh, the Thai West
0: movie. Oh, I want to say and, one more thing about the oh, framing yeah, device uh-huh. we had in between there. There's another little bit of acknowledging the things that I'm thinking about and being annoyed at, uh, the naked guy in the basement, one of the dudes down mm-hmm. in the basement sees that cause we see it on the camera and, and he's looking when that happens. Uh, and he goes to tell mustache dude, the, the, the alpha dude among the hooligans, you know, mm-hmm. I just saw this thing and the guy's like, no, you didn't. You're fucking crazy. You're drunk, whatever. You're high. Uh, He says
1: you're trooping, and I had to look that up.
0: Did he say trooping? I thought said, I guess tripping is what I heard. Is trooping a thing? Because
1: he said you're trooping. That's what troopers do. And I I looked it up, and there's a definition of trooping on Urban Dictionary that indicates that it is trying to accomplish something while high. And, Uh you know, maybe, maybe it's they did it after the movie because I've definitely seen a lot of like post fact urban dictionary <laughs> entries. Yeah. But, um, yeah.
0: Yeah, I just heard dripping. Well, anyway, the guy, the guy says, dude, I'm serious. Do you want me to replay this? You know, oh, you don't yeah. want me to replay this? And I was like, yes, you do. Just, you know, you're having an argument with dude about you just saw a yeah. fucking, you know, th- monster. Th- yeah. Like, like, yeah. rewind the tape. And, <laughs> you know, if nothing else, at least let's have a break where. Uh, you're clearly that, taking you know, the, the,
1: the, your time here. Yeah, so. there, there, there's,
0: let's have a quick static break of where you hit stop and you hit start again. And uh, and at that point, after that immediate cut, the guy's like, no, dude, yeah, I don't know what the fuck you're, you're whatever, you know, have him dismiss it or something. But instead, yeah, no, exactly. it's just, like, oh, no,
1: your, your camera's like, broken. I have
0: incontrovertible yeah. evidence of a terrible thing, eh, but I'm not going to push it. But yes, anyway, that was a little thing in there. It was like it was simultaneously sort of satisfying and also kind of satisfying because it was pointing out something that was annoying. The second film, the road trip couple, the, the Thai West's second honeymoon.
1: Yeah. Um, so 90% of second honeymoon is spent subtly building up the fact that their relationship is terrible. Yep. 90% of this movie is just like you watching a couple that appears happy but actually isn't. Which I thought is, it, it works in a way that doesn't come off as I describe it.
0: Yeah, no, it's it, 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 it's really good. It, it it it's sort of very does a great job of like sort of subtle character uh, building with them. Yeah,
1: I think it's the most like verite of all of them. Is that how you pronounce that word? That, that's how I pronounce it. Okay, yeah, I think it's the most verite of all of them. It's the most like you know true to life because uh, I mean there's nothing supernatural in it. Um, there's nothing particularly weird that happens. It's it's just a murder. It's you know it's a murder that's got an interesting story behind it but you know at the end of the day this is like prelude to a law and order episode.
0: Yep, it's just uh, um, someone gets killed.
1: Yeah, exactly. And and yet, you know, the whole time you're watching it, it's you know be- between you know the the couples like really mild sort of bickering is is interesting because you're, you you want to see where that goes? It's like you know, is he going to kill her? Is she going to kill him? And I think it actually plays with that when um when uh the 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 girl the 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 murder girl uh when she picks up the camera while they're both asleep and she pans to Sam the guy. Um, and she looks at him, and you're just like, "Oh, that must be you know Stephanie, like observing him, at night to kill him." And then it, you know, swoops over to her, and she's like, "Oh
0: it's shit!" Like, huh, yeah, we do have a third yeah. party here. Yeah, no, I <laughs> thought that was I thought that was a really nice moment at the the asserting the presence of a third party invader in the yeah. in in the most. This this was a really interesting one to rewatch too. And, and mm-hmm. this to some extent this goes for all of them, but uh, this one in particular I thought yep. was really interesting to rewatch because the first time you're watching it, you are trying to figure out like you can tell that these people are not really super happy with each other. They're, they're, they're mm-hmm. married, but they're not apparently very s- happily married. Mm-hmm. She seems, you know, sort of actually annoyed with him a lot. He seems, uh, kind of, uh, fussy and whiny about stuff. And, and you're trying to figure out where does this go? Like the, his, he's established to be a germaphobe. And you're wondering if there's going to be some terrible sort of comeuppance based on mm-hmm. that, you know, yeah, is one going to kill the other, you know, what's going to happen? Cause we, we know we're watching a horror movie. Yeah. Um, and so watching the various things that happen and then rewatching them is super interesting because this is my, my, I, I should establish, I, it's clear that this was something that was, uh, arranged by the wife and the, I, in my notes, I had a mm-hmm. lesbian murder friend. Uh, so, so you've got your lesbian murder friend, who you've basically arranged to have kill your husband. You're totally in on it. So, so that much is definitely there up front and that, that colors a whole lot of things that happen, especially with the presumed knowledge on the part of the wife that all this tape would be coming together like yeah. early on. She's saying, you know, it's like, Hey, you know, like this is a tape of our memories and, and the, what hour means, you know, Takes on all sorts of interesting yeah. colors, you know, reread through the idea of this being sort of a known, you know, video log of this consummation of their relationship through the murdering of her, you know, pesky husband. Uh, yeah there was
1: a there was a couple of things that it cleared up that I really liked. One of them is when they're at the window of the Wild West store and he's just like, Hey, you know, could I have you know, maybe I can wear cowboy boots? And she's like, eh, I don't think you can do cowboy boots. And he's like, you know, what about a big leather wallet? And I'm just like, There's no big leather wallet on screen. And the second time I was rewashing that, I realized that the camera is fixed on like the big knife that's in the yeah, window. Yeah, it just
0: lingers for like twenty seconds on a knife dead center frame you know it's not being discussed but there's boots in frame so yeah you're sort of distracted originally and it's you know it's a a cowboy knife with cowboy boots and whatnot but yeah it's like it's like yeah this is uh (laughs) sort of a a a wonderful little moment here uh the fortune telling miner, the fortune telling yeah uh it's an old old uh minor 49er named you know sam or something you know robot who you know dispenses some really dull wisdom And then gets a fortune, and then she reads the fortune. And then explains
1: the dull wisdom, (laughs) which I thought was pretty funny. Just in case you didn't get the aphorism. And the whole Um,
0: thing is basically a distraction, you know, like there's nothing that comes from that that really uh, goes anywhere in the film of the things he says, but then he pukes out a little fortune teller card and it's a mix of hey uh you're totally going to start a new life with your lesbian murder girlfriend and oh hey don't trust people because they'll betray you and murder you you stupid husband uh are (laughs) yes paraphrasing um who
1: is it telling not to trust whom well i feel because at the end of the movie i mean at the end of the whole thing when she uh, when she's driving and she turns to her girlfriend and says you did erase the footage right yeah, and then that's when the movie, which cuts is out.
0: which is nice. Yeah, that's a really good point. And I hadn't thought about that super hard because uh, it's interesting that yeah, this is a document of uh, the, the, that clearly there may be a motivation to not have around uh, for criminal reasons because hey, and then it ends up sticking around, and I, I, I like that. But I, I was kind of reading it mostly as don't trust you know people as sort of like it was a split fortune for for. Half for him and half for her, especially the part where she like she reads this that it sort of starts super cheery and then gets a little bit ominous, like not super ominous, but like, yeah. you know, it's like a little, a little bit dark for a fortune. Uh, they don't trust people because they'll lie to you, etc. Uh, and then she just happens happily yeah, de- reiterates just, the, oh, you, you, you'll have a new venture. Yeah, that's nice.
1: Yeah. yeah, and then she's like, I'm gonna keep this forever. And like when you first watch it, you're like, oh, maybe their relationship isn't terrible. And the second time it's like, oh, oh wow, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's not keeping it for
0: him. Um, yeah, so I also liked that she was like, hey, you know, remember that movie Big? Which, which uh, obviously, the fortune teller in the movie Big and, and all that, but I also kind of liked the direct referential, oh, hey, remember the 80s nature of that, considering this is something that he made a couple years after House of the Devil, which is basically, yeah. oh, hey, remember Walkman? Oh, hey, remember the 80s? So I, I don't know if that was an intentional nod to his own previous work or, or not, but uh, maybe it just speaks to his uh, inclination towards that sort of thing, but it may be Giggle.
1: Yeah. Um, oh yeah so it also like on rewatch the um what the invade like the girl the the home invader what she does makes a lot more sense because you know you see like at first um like when you see the camera turn on then you know it it pans to him, then it pans to her. And that's when you realize it's a third party and you see her kind of like draw the covers off her real slow. And it's like, it's like, Oh, well here's the, you know, sexual assault overtones again. <laughs> Yay. Yay. And then, and then you see like the hand extend and a switchblade, you know, like it's a switchblade pops out and then she just like starts stroking her ass or like lower back with a switchblade. And then uh, Stephanie like pulls the covers back up and then the, um, And so, you know, when you watch that not knowing who it is, it's it's just like, you know, it's like, oh, well, that's, you know, really strange. And, oh, you know what? We should probably talk about the the encounter with the girl that they have
0: before they go to sleep. Yeah, yeah. There's knocking on the door. um,
1: yeah. So yeah. So there's this extended scene where he's just, just like, "Let's, you know, film us fucking." I don't want to film us fucking. Let's do it because I'm an idiot. It's like, no, cut it out. And so you know, you get that back and forth for a bit. And you, and it's actually set up that I think you know they're, they're setting up that you know the horror might be coming from that. But then you know there's a knocking, like really ominous, like fucking horror movie knocking on the door. Um, and he and he looks at it and he's just like, you know, it it's some girl. And then it cuts and then you see like a hooded figure. Um. You see a hooded figure uh, walking in the distance that, uh, in the parking lot of the motel, and then it's, it's clear that it's, uh, what do you call it, um, Stephanie.
0: or yeah, oh, Stephanie. Then,
1: yeah, it's clear that it's Stephanie filming it, and she's just like, so what did you see? Which is like kind of a weird, you know, you, you think it's a weird thing for her to like, you know, ask him and tape. Who'd be yeah. like, you know, what, what, did you, what did you see? And she, he's just like, you know, it's just, you know, a girl asking me for a ride, which is weird. Like, you know, why isn't, you know, she asked me for a ride tomorrow. It's like, why isn't she asking people when she actually needs a ride? but And, she, and you know, uh, Stephanie's just like, you want to call the cops? He's like, no, there's, you know, problems and meth out here, and I don't want to bother with it. Um, and so no cops get called. And then you see her clearly like closing the lock, which I thought was interesting. Cause she must've gotten up at some point and undone that lock. Cause it's yeah. not like the picking kind of lock. It's, it was a, it's a latch lock. So you yeah, can't, well, it was, yeah. You can't open that from the outside, so make, ma-
0: making a show of, of, of locking the door, uh, before presumably quietly unlocking it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 we've got that. And, and again, that's like, yeah, right on the tail of the sort of coercing, uh, who filmed Funky Time? Uh, right. We've got the cute. He's saying, "Hey, let maybe we should change our plans. We could do this thing." And it's like, "Let's go to Vegas. I'm feeling lucky." Uh, oh, yeah. damn! Son. And she's just
1: like, "You know, you pick. We do whatever you like, knowing full yep. well that
0: he's going to be dead by morning."
1: But yeah. Oh, so yeah. So what happens? Um, so you know, the, the like the, the stroking with the switchblade—that you know—becomes a completely different tone. Yes, yeah, it's thing. like it's weird, a little flirty lover. thing
0: instead of yeah. yeah. Uh, And then the,
1: you know, she, the, uh, the, you know, the, the girl, she goes into the bathroom and, um, really cleverly avoids the mirror for most of the shooting. Like there's only a split second shot
0: of this. Yeah. This mask in the mirror.
1: Yeah, and it's one of those like it's a it's a it's not a creepy mask. It's like a faceless mask, and when you when you get closer to it, you realize it's like a like a semi clear sort of mask. That um, I, I don't know what the purpose of it is. It's clearly a mask with some sort of purpose. It's I don't think it's like a Halloween mask or anything. Yeah, I don't know um, what that's
0: supposed to be for, but uh, but yeah, yeah, but
1: yeah. So you get that really, and and then that's when you you know like at, you know between like the sexual assault thing, like they would with you know the knife stroking. Um, you know, I think you're supposed to not think that's like oh is that the girl because when you know he's like girl talk to me and then when you're when you know uh stephanie's shooting outside like the figure that she's shooting isn't clearly of any gender it's you know it's just a hooded figure it's a you know somebody in a hoodie and jeans yeah um and you know like when it's being shot from the first person you have no idea who it is and then you you can't see a face but yes which what happens is she grabs the uh she grabs uh, sam 's toothbrush, how she knows is she's sam 's toothbrush i don't know I guess it was closer to the shaving stuff, like the guy 's shaving stuff, yeah, uh, and then she just tips it in the toilet a couple of times, and you know when you re- when you watch it at first it 's like oh it 's you know, some sort of like really horrible prankster, and then when you watch it again it 's like, oh wow, she hates that guy yeah, this is just oh.
0: like and, and it makes sense that she knows like like there 's no sense of where surveillance would have come into this when you 're watching it the first time. Uh, and there's no sense the second time there either that like she would somehow have detectified the fact that Sam was a germaphobe, but she's in cahoots with uh, Stephanie. She's in cahoots with the guy's wife, you know, and they're planning his death together. Of course, she's heard that he's an annoying germaphobe because, you know, I'm sure Stephanie's talked about that while making murder plans. So like the fact that it becomes this uh, uh, again, just kind of like the, the switchblade on the, you know, under where. Moment, it becomes a sort of weird, flirtatious little like private joke between them, where they're like, "Oh, hey, remember that time before I killed your husband, where I dipped his, uh, <laughs> you know, toothpaste, you know, toothbrush in the, the the, a toilet?" The,
1: the very next shot, like after, oh, and she, she also steals a bunch of his money. Um, and the very next shot, like you see in the morning, Stephanie's shooting again, and she's shooting like you know a vista, and then the camera pans around. He's brushing his teeth. <laughs> yep, I I thought that was pretty. Uh, that that was. I mean, that that was a way to do like a a cut. Without actually doing a cut, and yeah. I, I thought that was a really clever, clever little thing. Yep. Um, and then the scene after that, I do, I do not understand what happens in this scene, or rather, I don't understand what what this scene is about. Where they go to like the mountain, yeah, and, the you know, Grand they're Canyon, this, yeah. Oh, they're in the Grand Canyon, yeah. And then this weird like little overpass thing, and she doesn't go all the way in, and he does. And then he disappears for a little bit, and then she's like, "Hey, are you dead?" Um, and then he comes back. He's like, I heard some lady talking on her phone. I don't understand what, what, what that was.
0: I feel like the whole thing was a big uh, fake out, basically. I, I feel like it was intended specifically to be sort of an ongoing sort of red herring tension builder where nothing actually happens, but you've got the, is someone going to follow to death? Is someone going to get pushed to their death here? What's going to happen? And the part where it's like, are you dead? I wasn't really... I don't I don't I certainly wasn't the second time because I knew mm-hmm. nothing happened. But the first time even I don't I don't know that I felt super tense that something was gonna happen so much as just a vague unease of like I don't know where we're going with this. So it's like almost like maybe sort of effective use of banality as much as anything, because we've got this like them interacting. We already know something's pretty wrong, we don't know how it's gonna play out, uh we don't know who the third party is, you know. So it's it's sort of like letting us just sort of dangle for a bit and also sort of mm-hmm. Yeah, just sort of red herring. I like I like that the end of that scene after he comes back out from the overlook, uh we also have a shot of the two of them and it's clearly a yeah. handheld shot. It's like so some some third party unseen tourist is helping, you know, hold the camera. It's not impossible that it's that girl, but uh, it, it doesn't make sense for it to be because she yeah. wouldn't have had the mask on when she was talking to him at the door the other night. So he'd been like, "Oh, hey, it's that girl." What the fuck? Yeah. Um, so presumably, just com- yeah. some completely random stranger, you know, takes a nice video yeah. camera shot of them. But I thought it was kind of funny that it did such yeah. a good job of making me like, "Oh shit, who's holding the camera for a second? Even though the answer was like yeah. a tourist.
1: Yeah, a person. <laughs> yeah, I mean there was, um, and you know, right before that, he's just like, Hey, you know, where'd my money go? She's like, he's like, Hey, did you spend a bunch of money? She's like, what? No, I have my own money. I don't need to spend yours. He's just like, well, I had a hundred dollars in here and now I have zero dollars. It's like, wow, that's a really do." <laughs> they really just like, did not, uh, or did not let up on like him being like a passive aggressive douchebag, which made watching him die a little, uh, a little easier. Yeah. But, um, anyway. And so he's just like, He's just like, well, you know, it wouldn't be the first time you you, you treated yourself. And then it cuts them hanging out in the Grand Canyon. And then, like, <laughs> it sort of pans up to her, and she's just walking. I'm just like are they going to like film a fight? Because that was like a horrible fucking thing to say. Yeah. Um, and then it they, they don't. And you're like, okay, well, I guess, you know, she's used to him saying horrible shit. I guess that's how the relationship works. And then you realize that she's just not picking a fight about it because he'll be dead in about eight hours.
0: <laughs> exactly. Plus she probably knows that the money had to have been disappeared by her lesbian yeah. murder friend. So, you know, it's, she is sort of culpable. She probably has a pretty good idea where it went. So, you know, so. Yeah. But, uh. Yep.
1: And then we get another, uh. We get another nighttime shot. Um, again, you know, and this time it's pretty clear. That's from the perspective of, you know, the, the, the invader. And then you see it like zoomed in on his head and, you know just sort of like it, it doesn't do nothing much happens like you see just like a little bit of panning you know back and forth just zoomed in his head and then just you know she just plunges the knife right into his neck
0: yep and then we get and, uh 20 or 30 seconds of uh neck stabbing and very very murdering
1: yeah she gets she gets in there good like yeah. it's a it's a gory scene a lot of um, yeah and then and it's intercut, yeah, this was the weird part, like, how would the intercutting happen? Because it's intercut with, like, uh, shots of a, uh, you know, like, a car going down a uh, yeah. dark, like, Which, again, road. how
0: did this get in there? Like, who is the editor? Who did this? You could say maybe th- one of them ran, you know, the other, they're, they're driving down the road and mm-hmm. one of them's got the camera and, you know... F- fast forwards a little or you know rewinds and then you know tapes a little bit of the road and then fast forwards a little bit tapes a little road you, you could easily mm-hmm. do that dubbing why would you do that maybe the lesbian murder friend was doing that when she was pretending to be erasing the whole thing and so she was doing that instead and sort of fiddling with the camera could be right. where that came from but at the same yeah. time i don't know why would you do that you know it just seems like if you're going to pretend to erase it you'd be like oh yeah i'm erasing it and leave it at that so and the see, um, is kind of weird
1: yeah and then you see, you know, like, bloody hands and a, and a switchblade in the sink washing off. And I guess at that point, you're, you know, you've got, like, a couple of seconds to think. It's like, wait, but what about, you know, did she already it was it's like Is Stephanie too. already murdered? What's yeah. going on? And then the camera uh, turns to, like, the killer, and you see that, fa- like, the face mask close up, and she removes it. and It's clearly, you know, a, a girl. And then you see the camera pan up, and Stephanie and her are making out in the mirror. Yep because the camera's pointed at the mirror and then it cuts to like the scene in the car where it's just Stephanie turning to the person filming it next to her and she was like you deleted, it's like, you yeah, deleted yeah,
0: that footage. Yeah the, right? line, the, yeah the line was just you did, you, it. did you erase it and mm-hmm. you know and, and I, I thought that was really interesting partly because I thought it was really interesting to see this sort of filmed makeout, which presumably she was totally okay with now and so maybe her objection was not so much the idea of you know doing the sexy times on camera as mm-hmm. uh, doing the sexy times on camera with Dude Bro. Um,
1: but she does say, like, if you put the camera down, we can do it. Um, which, I mean, well, does yeah, she yeah, yeah. know that he won't? Maybe, or I don't you know, know. I mean, yeah, it could be the thing that he's just, like, a petulant shit, and, you know, he's not going to not do that. And then he hit the... I, I think by the time that he he started, like, doing, like, with the, like, heavy, like, exhales, he's like, ugh. Like, at that time, I'm just like, oh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure this guy's going to die. <laughs> and I'm not going to mind.
0: So, yeah. I, 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 that, that 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 sort of did hang there as a question for me. Whether, whether she was asking, did you erase it because of, hey, crime? Or did you erase it because, hey, you know, I, I'm still not really comfortable with uh, you taping us, uh doing a thing because i just don't want to be on camera for that or, or or what the deal was um it's sort of left hanging there and and obviously it's, it's got to be sort of you're you're left hanging a little bit whenever you know people conspire to remember, kill someone and then you don't what, see any follow-up on yeah. the whole thing <laughs> do you remember what he told um the girl
1: do you remember what he told the girl or what the girl told him because did she say it's like? Can you give me a ride tomorrow we don't, we night? Don't, is yeah, that uh, what? What is what? What is she? Because I was try, I was trying to figure out because I think like that might have been like the girl signaling to to Stephanie when the murder is going down. We,
0: we didn't get to hear anything. We only got his recounting yeah. after the fact, and yeah, I, I don't remember exactly what he said, but it, it didn't mm-hmm. seem super significant. It was just sort of like you know uh, asking if I could get a ride tomorrow. So you're right that that, that could be it. Could be that she was. Conveying the time frame to Stephanie by asking him for a ride to to signal that, like, yeah, maybe that was the hint. Maybe that was the uh, okay. Tonight is when it happened, sort of thing. But uh, yeah, but it it, it kind of had to be that night anyway because they were leaving the next morning to go to Vegas. So if they were well, no, it
1: happens the night after. It happens the night after that she comes to the door, doesn't it? Because that's the night that they're. Because then, the, cause it goes right from the Grand Canyon footage to yeah. uh, the camera being picked yeah. up again.
0: Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, maybe, maybe, maybe it was. I, I, I'd, I'd have to see a more compelling case for the whole thing thea- before it's going to click to something other than maybe. But uh, I like it as a maybe. So sure, yeah. maybe that's what happened. And then we come back to the framing film and the easy chair is empty and the yes. dude who was watching it. Second dude who was watching films is like, what the hell was that? Which I thought was kind of cute. Cause it's like, it works both for the character having watched whatever that freaky honeymoon film was. And also for us seeing the empty easy chair where the dead guy should be. Um, so I, I thought it was a, a cute little sort of like double layered moment there. But, uh, and then the guys are in the basement, blah, 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 blah. They've still somehow not managed to bag up that shit in the 20 minutes that that film took to run. <laughs> Uh, yeah time works different there maybe it's House of Leaves this is secretly a House of Leaves adaptation and and time operates differently in the basement or something you ever read House of Leaves I tried
1: but the book was falling apart as I was reading it and I gave up
0: that's that's surprisingly appropriate if you had finished it Um, that's what I hear (laughs) (laughs) I liked it I I thought it was a fun story I thought it was a nicely done thing uh, yeah, I, I haven't heard anybody say that they didn't enjoy it. Anybody who finished it, at least, yeah. A lot of people on Metafilter fucking hate it, actually. Uh, really? Not, not, not to say that a lot of people on Metafilter hate belief. a lot of things. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's just I, I think it's one of those things where a lot of people really liked the book, and so a lot mm-hmm. of people are like, "Oh my god, this is the best book!" And then a lot of other people have like opinions about postmodern, you know, uh, right lit and sort of like oh fine i'll read this book and then they were like you know what i did not like this book the way you like this book you really loved this book and it wasn't so great so fuck this book this is overrated shit you know i feel like there's like that weird dynamic maybe the sort of same thing you get with infinite jest where like some people like it so much that the strength of their recommendation clashes so strongly with disappointment you know on the part of the recommendee that the whole thing just becomes very acrimonious i don't know so read house of leaves that's my because uh, it's the best book ever it's, it's my recommendation to the listeners um <laughs> you know what i think this might be a good time before <laughs> we go on to the next film for a, uh, a quick, quick break. break do it
1: so uh the next one is tuesday the 17th uh which is several days after friday the 13th which yes. i thought was kind of cute yes um and is it's slasher
0: it is it is uh i i didn't look at the titles for any of these so, like i'm aware mm-hmm. they had titles but i just made up titles so, like the first one i just called eyeglasses um <laughs> i guess eyeglasses colon two bros and a dork uh, and the second one I called Road Trip Couple. Um, this one, this one is apparently titled Camp Terror. So uh,
1: <laughs> you started getting a little more creative. Yep.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so this is yeah, this is totally this is totally a slasher film, and the twist is it's a slasher film meets Slender Man kind of. It, it, it's totally the weird, wrong, unknowable uh, stalker terror dude who, in this case, is a glitch like like we see him I, I really liked this effect uh, yeah. all, all else aside just up front I really liked this effect as a a clever way to play with the idea of videography as a presence in the story uh, we've got a guy who appears like you know sort of some sort of like maybe sort of masked hooded figure dude you know it could be a dude you know basically dressed as a uh, an urban ninja if you will you know, you, know mm-hmm. you can't see his face or anything but he's just wearing whatever clothes uh, but you never really get a good look at it because the glitching uh, in, in like shifty, twitchy scan lines of the videotape, you know, you, you never get a clear picture because it's always sort of distorted and and, and and messing up on a weird like horizontal scan line sort of basis, um, which I thought was really, yeah, I just, re- I thought it was a great effect. I thought it was super effective. It was.
1: And the fact that, you know, she, like Wendy, repeatedly mentions that she just can't remember what he looked like. And then at one point she screams out, why are you not showing up on tape or something like that, where she realizes that uh, she can't film him. Yeah. So he doesn't look like that. The weird, so we don't even see what they see. Yeah. I, for, from what I can tell, they just see a guy.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and, and maybe a guy that they can't quite figure out how he looks too because but yeah we never get right. a chance to see it through someone's eyes instead of through the camera because the camera is what we're seeing but yeah it, it's kind of a nice it, it, it's a nice sort of twist on sort of like the idea of you know you can't see a vampire's reflection sort of thing the idea of mm-hmm. that and there's always the question okay well what if you took a picture of a vampire what if you used what if you made a drawing of a vampire you you know there's so this is sort of like taking that same sort of thing and like you know something that just defies you it's know,
1: like, well, perception. if you can't remember them, why can't you just take a? Well, I mean, that's the impetus behind – that's what I liked about this one is that there is a real, like, reason that this whole thing is being recorded outside of people. Just have a camera and have fun with it. You know, she explicitly brings the camera because, you know, she's like, – like I said when I was setting this up, this is the sequel. This is, like, the, the original yeah. slasher movie already <laughs> happened, and Wendy was the last girl, and all her friends are dead.
0: Yeah, now she's coming um, back for revenge –
1: Yeah, and she brought, you know, a bunch of people, as you do in, you know, like, the horror movie, because a whole new batch of people needs to get killed. Um, And then, yes, and she brought the camera, because, like, nobody could, you know, she's the only survivor. She can't remember what he looks like, so now that she's got bait, she's also going to catch him on film, and, you know, that doesn't work either. Yep. Or, well, nothing really works, because she, um, you know, she she dies, too. Yep,
0: she does not make it out. Uh so, okay, so here's the thing. She's, it, the reveal becomes that she brought these other three people. There's mm-hmm. uh, the blonde girl who's the the, the, the dissy slut archetype. There's mm-hmm. uh, the bro dude. Uh, and then there's the geek spider. And she's mm-hmm. brought them up with her for this visit up the woods. Uh, and it's not really made super clear what her relationship with any of them is. They, I mean, they all obviously know her. Uh, well, it's... Her and
1: the blonde girl are friends. I think it's just that, because, you know, she, like, uh, the blonde girl, Samantha, because Samantha was just like, hey, I thought you said it was just going to be just us girls. So it's implied that they have, like, you know, that they're, you know, friends. Yeah. Uh,
0: like, hey, let's go do this thing. She,
1: yeah. Uh, Joey, she's, it, either he's her boyfriend or they're, they're they started dating because um at one point like when the uh when when spider and samantha die and she like comes up to joy she says like all right like you want to fuck me like right now um and then she asks him it's like what you're not a virgin are you and he's like what no um so i think they're in a relationship of some sort but it's really fresh yeah um, so I think, like the entire purpose of them being in a relationship is that um, she
0: could lure him up to the woods. Yeah. accordingly. But it yeah. is, so this comes up real early in the car. They're driving along mm-hmm. uh, after we open dutifully on a bunch of video cameraing of uh, the blonde girl's cleavage uh, because, again, yes. we just have to and we crotch. Can't, we can't, yeah, we can't not. You know, play with the uh, comeuppance for sexual exploitative behavior thing in in this anthology. Uh, and so, again,
1: she like smacks the camera pretty hard. Yeah, which was that. That's you know that was a little turnaround on that. Which yeah. you know whether it makes it worth it to have the thing anyway, but at least they do something. You <laughs> yeah, but so we, so, like, o- oh.
0: yeah. So, we op- so we open with that, and then it becomes clear that Wendy lied to at least two of them. It's never made clear how Spider is along and whether Wendy invited him. I guess she did, but. uh but yeah, like, right there, point blank, it's made clear that she lied to both of them for no apparent reason in the same mm-hmm. direction. This is one of those things where it's, I, I need to just get over it and run with it, but that, that's a what-the-fuck conversation, not a, oh, well, yeah. that's fine, let's cut to the next scene. It's like, uh, yeah, but th- there, there's a lot of things that sort of suggest that maybe Wendy's sort of a little nutty, and maybe the idea is that everybody's willing well, yeah, to no, with no, that because... Um, yeah, no,
1: have you seen, like she has the attitude of basically any last girl in a sequel. Like, like scream to, I still know what you did last summer, like calling Two. like, she's definitely doing like that whole, I severely traumatized, but I still got out based on my own, you know, like, you know, I got myself out of that mess and everybody else died. She's like, she has that sense about her, which I really enjoyed. Cause you don't usually get that sense of a character unless it's explicitly a sequel. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they, they did that like traumatized like last girl comes back thing uh, with Wendy really well yeah she's definitely like something's up with her you notice uh, that the whole yeah. time
0: and again clear one of those things that's clear on rewatch sort of trying to mm-hmm. see what's going on but even then i, I felt like mm-hmm. i felt like there was a certain guilelessness and failure to respond to oddness on the part of of her friends but well, uh, it, what do you do it could be that they're all idiots well yeah but that's yeah. Just such an unsatisfying explanation it is i hate oh but, no it's because they're stupid you know unless the film's about their stupidity and some. Im- interesting way which this was not just they were there as bait and it's fine they have to be there as bait because that's the whole twist and that's fine but eh, not
1: not not even that they're stupid but that she specifically like called these four people because (laughs) they wouldn't ask questions like that or at least wouldn't care about what the answer is after asking yeah i would i would
0: would have enjoyed basically i think more of an exploration of the machiavellian uh maneuvering she was doing uh, as, as a more explicit part of it, but uh, that'd be a longer film, I yeah. suppose.
1: And I think there was a bit of a Blair Witch homage in it, too, uh, where they go to the supermarket in the beginning. Okay. Which, I mean, that also happens in the Blair Witch yeah, it's, project. It's been but a long time since I thought, so. yeah. um, well, fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, so... Oh, yeah, so at one point, like, when he's just like, hey, uh, she turns to Joey, she's just like, hey, just get a shot of this wall, because it's tripping me out. He's just like, what, the wall? She's like, yeah, just get a shot of this wall, because it's uh, you know it's, it's really freaking me out. And he's like, the camera pans to the wall, and it's just like a, co- a little collapsed wall, and then the camera glitches out, and you see, like, a, you know, uh, like a, what do you call it? Uh, corpse? <laughs> yeah, you see a corpse, but it's not just dead, it's... Uh, <laughs> Eviscerated. It's yeah, like so a it's dead. A real, it's an eviscerated, bloody body. Yeah, it's
0: a real fucking mess.
1: Yeah, and um, it's it's definitely implied that the that it only like because at one point when you because that happens again at the lake yeah, where there's you a see dead like dude the,
0: floating in the water and like the next yeah scene, and then Shelby's
1: yeah. just like what the hell's up with this camera so I guess but what's he, he
0: responding to yeah
1: yeah so I, I guess for him it was just glitching out and for us we were seeing
0: yeah that. Like, like, like clearly clearly I'm not willing to accept that he saw a floating corpse glitch in and be like oh what's with this camera then like what in the fucking <laughs> so yeah clearly the camera must just be sort of yeah. not showing off what it's showing which ah, again it feels yeah, a bit it's messy that, that, but what do you do but it's a cool effect the, the 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 flashing in spooky thing there is kind of a nice yeah thing. i mean this this pre-staging this one the appearance it, of the actual glitch dude too which is nice
1: yeah, it it accepts the, the the whole style over substance thing that slasher movies do, where like especially slasher movies, you can't ask too many questions yeah, about like, why things are happening. There's 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 a set you know there's a set template to what's going to happen, and you just you either need to enjoy it or you 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 probably shouldn't be watching it, but you can't ask too deep questions of it. Yeah. So I, I think you know that that piles in there. Pretty so good. It
0: happened because it was cool, and it was yeah. cool. It was like like the glitch, the glitch effects again. Like you know, this ties in with the glitch man. Like the whole thing, I thought that was it, it, it looked cool, and you're playing with the idea of corrupting yeah. media format Yeah, so that's. Uh, I'll, I'll give you some credit there.
1: And there was a Silence of the Lambs reference when, um like, all the way in the beginning of the car, where, um, you know. Uh, so, uh, Samantha the cheerleader oh it turns out she's actually a cheerleader which I kind of like um, <laughs> uh, she's just like well I wouldn't fuck you and I wouldn't fuck you referring to Joey and spider and then Joey just turns a camera back on himself just his face and he's like I'd fuck me <laughs> um, which is <laughs> uh, that, 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 there's no way that's not a silence I
0: blinked apology. right through that I guess yeah um.
1: um oh and then yeah I like that uh so one point when you know, they're just walking around. And I think this is what, by where the, where, when they're by the lake Oh no, or by the weird, like uh, the mushroom, the mushroom tree, the tree covered in mushrooms and like spider and Samantha walk away. And, uh, Wendy just turns to Jerry. She's like, you know, you're going to all going to fucking die out here. He's like, what? And then she just keeps going. Yep. I, I, I like that. That was, the, that was, um, you know, like, cause I,
0: with, 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 I liked with, it, like, but again, with the, like, you know, seriously, uh, uh, you are the stupidest motherfucker in the world, or, like, the least thoughtful, either way, because you kind of follow up on something like that, you know? And and, and
1: he did, and, you know, it, it's like, oh, it just turned out to be a prank, ha-ha, but
0: no. Yeah, but still, it's it's a weird, yeah, yeah it's like, I mean, I don't know. I think Like, that, hey, what did I, you mean when you said I, we were all gonna die? it's like, yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess it, it just didn't really stick the landing for me. I liked yeah, the no, idea, it, it, but it just really didn't quite get there.
1: You can say that about a lot of this thing. Yeah, it, it, and it, and you know what? Honestly, this was it was my favorite of all of them. Um, and yeah, so I I, I might be willing to give it a little more uh, a little more credit than it maybe it deserves because it was just my favorite. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I kind I I like that just because it, it it also sort of inverted the whole like traumatized last girl in a sequel thing, because usually it's just like, I don't want to deal with any of this. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to encounter this again, but you know, I'm forced to. And this time it's just like, I am going into this and I am, you know, it's like, I don't care what I have to do. Even if it involves killing three other people, I'm yeah, going to get this guy.
0: You know, well, and I dig that. And I, I think it's partly because I like that concept so much that I'm disappointed by sort of the unevenness. Like, like Wendy yeah. just, She's, she's coming into this with a ton of resolve but also kind of not keeping it together on some basic shit like that like there yeah. is zero motivation for her to be like oh by the way you're all gonna die you know right. there's like there's, there's nothing there's nothing that makes that make sense other than you could say oh, well, it's her sort of cracking while trying to keep it together but we don't mm-hmm. get that either you know so it's just like it's disappointing because it feels like a distracting sort of the wrong things are being used to unsettle the viewer here in a way that doesn't right. make a whole lot of character sense to me. It was kind of how I felt, but, uh, yeah. but anyway, there was a, uh, there's also a couple little consent moments again. Uh, they're, they're, they're passing around the, the spliff, the joint, the, mm-hmm. the roach, the, yeah, sorry. Um, the drugs,
1: <laughs> the, the, you guys the, doing the,
0: drugs. Are you, are you doing some pot? Um, uh, so, uh, they're passing around and spider doesn't, want to take it because he's worried about getting the fear and he's just clearly you know hasn't smoked weed and he's uncomfortable with and he that. gives
1: any he, and he gives like like a horror movie speech about it too yeah. which i kind of enjoyed because yeah. it was it was so it was just so weird for him to just like be pontificating like that and then they all just crack the fuck up because it's weird for him to be pontificating like that yep which i, I thought was kind i kind of enjoyed um there's also a really weird sort of thing. I I don't even know. I don't know why this happens. I don't even know if it's the actress or the character. But like um, at one point, like you know, I, I think it's after Joey's just like you know trying to put down the camera, or maybe while Spider's talking. Like it, it pans to Stephanie and she just sort of examines her breasts. Like she looks at one and then she looks at the other and then she looks back up. And I have no idea what that was about, but it was clearly it was there. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> hey, why not? <laughs> It was, uh, I thought it was kind of funny.
0: Just checking them out, you know. Yep. Uh, The the consent thing, there's both the, like, I'll take a hit if you don't film me thing. And then shortly after that, yeah, and then then shortly after that, we've got, uh, Spider's got the camera and he's followed Stephanie when she's gone to pee behind a tree. So he's, like, filming the tree she's peeing behind and she looks out and she doesn't want him doing that. So it's a couple little more notes of that showing up and...
1: Yeah, with the, that was I think that was like the single most stylized shot in the whole movie because you get this like, you know, you have it you have, the cameras on the tree and Stephanie's voice is coming from somewhere, or Samantha's rather, and she's just like, "You're not filming this, are you?" and then the camera shakes its head. Um and then her head just like pops out from behind the tree and, you know, there's no it's 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 like the uh, it's the opposite of like, you know, doing this in a naturalistic way because that yeah. was so clearly composed, but at the same time it was also hilarious.
0: Yep. And she's you could like, buy yeah, Spider being silly. So you know, it's like whatever, yeah. run with it. And then and then they both get killed. They both get very rapidly killed. Yeah, glitch she's Man about to show and, him his
1: new. Cheer. She's about to show him her new cheer. Yeah, um, and then the camera starts glitching out, and then it pans to glitch. I think he's just called the glitch in the credits. Um, and. Like, he throws a knife in her head, which hits her in the back of the head and knocks one of her eyes out, and then she's still alive for a brief period, which, again, is, like, one of those, like, really slasher movie things where there's, you know, it's, like, between, like, the the shot being, like, that deft that, you know, it really just gets in there, and her being alive going, like, wait, what the fuck happened to me? And Spider being there to, like, film her in close-up with her face being like, oh, man, what's going on with your eye? Because her eye's poking out um that was yeah and then oh yeah and then, then just glitch uh tackles spider and then he stabs him in the forehead repeatedly <laughs> yep. which was hilarious it was you know it was brutal and but it was it was good and i think that was like the first time they really showcased the glitch effect because it happens in like it happens in in close-up and you like I, I don't remember if the knife was glitched out, but like it's it's all happening. But you can see through the glitch guy. Like that's part of the glitching is that like the tracking is fucking up, and you can see through them in parts. Yeah, like to the forest, like you know, like right in the middle of them, not just like you know on the fringes or anything. Um, and that was that was pretty
0: cool. Yep, I feel like the I feel like the knife stayed nice and clear and coherent. Yeah. But uh, I'd have to rewatch it to yep. be sure. Uh, And then Wendy comes by and picks up the camera, which,
1: and then just like, and then the, the look that she has on her face, like as she picks up the camera where it's like, at this point you are 100% sure that she knows everything that's going on.
0: Yeah. She is committed. It is now clear that this is not any sort of surprise to her. Uh, and then, yeah, then she goes over to Joey, who doesn't know that his other friends have just been murdered, and she goes, hey, Joey, you want to fuck thing? And it's, it's weirdly, you know, forward, and plus we know that she knows yeah. that her friends are dead, so it's super yeah. weird. And, and he's and like, it's, it's, hey, turn that shit off. Yeah. So again, with the consent...
1: It's forward also in a really horror movie way where she's just like, now she knows that Glitch is here. It's like, well, what brings a killer out in the woods? Teenagers fucking. So, <laughs> hey, you want to fuck?
0: Yep.
1: It's, you know, it's it's really uh, not even transactional. It's just, just you know, like that's, and, and then he becomes really uncomfortable as she's filming him. Like, he actually, like, guards his crotch for a second yep. as she, like, turns the camera down which i thought was you know sort of like a nice inversion of like the the you know the, the 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 girl in the horror movie being um you know being filmed while you know whether by like a person or just like the camera while you know underdressed and uncomfortable um i, I thought that was and then she asked him if he's a virgin because uh, that was that was pretty good um and he never actually answers the question which was hilarious um
0: and then she gets real yeah, uh, she she yeah. reveals the bait, bait thing and does the mm-hmm. the monologuing to explain that, you know, she's come back for revenge and you guys are all bait because she wants to get this guy. And and,
1: and and even the monologuing serves a purpose because, oh, you know what? Do they see glitch on the camera? They must, right? I, would, I, it, I think it so. Never makes, it, it, it's never clear whether they see nothing or whether they just see him glitched out. Because I remember... Like at one point when it's just Wendy left and she's screaming, "Why can't I film you?" or something along those lines, and I'm wondering if that's you know, "Why can't I film you clearly?" or whether she's not seeing anything because yeah. Joey clearly didn't see anything when the dead bodies popped
0: well, up. Well, and I feel like I feel like the camera definitely during the final fight with uh, Glitch Man definitely it seems like the camera is acting in a reactive way that would suggest she can see. The glitch, dude, on the camera, and can see when he's not there too. And if that right. wasn't the intent, then that's kind of problematic because like the camera was very definitely.
1: Oh yeah, no, no. The camera you know, there's a very specific way it glitches out specifically for him because it glitches out in different ways. But when he when his he's nearby, there's a couple of lines that go across the center, and it's it's um it has to be intentional because it's the same every single time. Yeah, you don't get like it's not like the the what the camera does when he's near uh isn't random at all. It's it's always across the center. Um, so I think that's you know she stumbled onto a way to actually detect him yeah. before he so, shows so, so up. So yeah,
0: so I think she could see him, mm-hmm. uh, and and she's apparently laid tiger traps and bear traps. Now yeah, it turns it, into like
1: a Conan Predator thing where there's like there's a gauntlet, of fucking traps set out for him. Yeah, he
0: falls in the tiger trap and then he climbs right out. You know, it's just some sticks over presumably some mm-hmm. spikes or something in a hole in the ground. He crawls right out and then she runs off and and then i he gets grabbed by what i assume is a bear trap i didn't really see it but it sounded like it and he's suddenly not moving and she runs up to the motherfucker which i don't know i mean i don't know what her plan was but but she runs up to him and then i guess he stabs her in the belly with that knife he had which that seemed like a pretty dumb uh plan on her part um
1: and then he gets out and it's never really quite explained but um at one point she does say, it's like, nobody believes me how he would be in multiple places at once, so he can clearly teleport somehow. Yeah,
0: and she gets him in a real nasty like, trap after Joey yeah. comes zombieing around with his slit throat and falls yeah, down. Was, I, I didn't understand what was going on there. I didn't totally either, because Joey got like his throat cut, and then, then he's wandering around. Is he supposed to still just be wandering around in the process of dying in shock from bleeding out from his cut throat, or... Yeah. Because one of, course, of the descriptions I read
1: about this is when Wendy dies at the end, they say that Glitch, like, inhabits her body. And I was wondering, it's like, is that what happened? Like, is he... Because, you know, there, there's, it's either it's either Glitch doing something or he's still alive. And if it's Glitch doing something, at no point is it explained what his capabilities are outside of being really good at murder. Yeah. So it wouldn't explain why Joey is just wandering around. So, I mean, I, I think him... Yeah, because like, the last in, thing
0: we see is, like, he... He kills Wendy, or it mm-hmm. seems to kill her certainly uh, yeah. and he, he he digs into her abdomen and he I, it felt like he pulled out her liver or something. I don't yeah. know if he was going to eat it or what and then mm-hmm. and then some you know intestines hanging out, and then you know cameras on the ground just shot of her disembowelled body, and then she gets all convulsy in sort of a fast forward way and it's yeah it's totally unclear what the idea is there, maybe it was him getting in her, maybe it was mm-hmm. her not being quite dead yet and convulsing a bit while she died. Uh, maybe it was supposed to be something... It was was pretty unclear. It was was left just as a striking visual, basically, is about all I got out of it without any sense of what I was supposed to take from it. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Also, didn't she... I think she said, like, the last thing we sort of got her saying is, like, if you're watching this, don't come here? If you're watching this, don't something?
1: Yeah, it was if you're watching this, don't come here, which is kind of... I mean, I guess well, if you already found that tape, you're fucked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that tape's never leaving those woods. Um, yeah. Uh, so, well, I, I accept it did and it ended up in this guy's collection. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, let me see if I just have any other notes about, uh, about glitch here. Yeah. Like I said, it was, uh, it was my favorite of all of them. Just, I mean, it's possibly because like I, one of my like, t- like teen slasher films are like one of my favorite horror movie genres. Um, yeah, that's, yep, that's all I got. I was just, uh, oh, yeah. I, I did not know why, uh, Joey was still wandering around. You know, I'm, I'm willing to say that it's because he's, it's just like, you know, shock and he's almost dead, but not completely. And yeah. I mean, instead of laying there, he gets up and walks around. Cause you know, why not?
0: Yep. But yeah, who knows? I don't know. It was, mm-hmm. I, uh, lot, lots, I liked about it lots. I was I, th- I thought it was a lot more interesting visually than it was in terms of story execution, I guess is. Oh yeah, definitely. Think. Absolutely. You know, I would love, I would love to see a more nuanced, more coherent take on that same idea. Cause I thought it was great as, as you say, sort of like yeah. the sequel to a, a slasher film. Uh, I, I, I think nothing interesting happens in the framing film other than again, the chair dude is back this time.
1: Oh yeah. Um, I have a note that this is the first time, uh, like what, The only interesting thing that happens is cross-cutting, which is, I have a note for that. I was just like, why are we watching this from two
0: angles? Yep. Uh, Yeah. yeah. And why does everybody film themselves? Like two different guys decide, you know what I should do? I should watch this movie while filming myself watching this movie rather than I should turn off my camera and watch this movie. You know, it's like it uh, to
1: the point where make a big deal. It's like, you know, it's like, hey, you guys have a fan in the air. It's like, well, we never put our names on this. Yeah. But your faces are all the fuck over it. And I think you live in a small town. Yep.
0: you know one thing i actually wanted to give the film credit for we were talking about the cross cutting and whatnot early on um they do cease any cross cutting when they sort of leave that one guy the first guy alone in the room with the dead guy and the vhs's and the 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 tvs um they sort of like you know say hey go do this we'll go do that and and leave him and he's like ah guys and and from that moment on until the movie starts it is just one long cut it's just one long cut from the perspective camera use so, so whatever else you might say about the, the choice of the editing that at least is kind of consistent you know we don't get any weird multiple angles from one camera and one person in that yeah. scene so they were thinking about it I just yeah uh, uh, elsewhere it, it remains an open question uh, and then we have the fourth film which uh, my title for this one is webcam chat with Natalie and Brugley and Jimmy Fallon Um <laughs> which I don't think was the title, but, uh, no. but that's what it was. That's totally what it
1: yeah. was. Yeah, no, the Some actual, actual
0: title. Yeah, the,
1: oh, my God. Oh, man. Uh, the actual title is uh, The Sick Thing That Happened to Emily when she was younger. Um, I really commend their use of that actress because she's she's got such an interesting face that the fact that that, that, that well, I'm going to say 99% of this movie is her face uh, is actually interesting. Like uh, if, if they got like somebody that was plainer looking to play her, this, it, it would have been much more of a chore to watch, I think, but she's, she's expressive and she's really weird looking. Yeah. She's, um, she's, yeah, she's but got... in like, she's pretty, but she's also really strange looking. Um, like elfin i guess
0: yeah there's there 's a lot of sort of like the her, her features are very sort of there 's a kind of physical frailty to the, the the bone structure that that sells well the sort of characterological idea of like fragility that is being underscored <laughs> constantly throughout it uh, so yeah it was, it was it was good visual casting there she she sort mm-hmm. of put a good face on the role mm-hmm. that was going to be basically someone 's face for ninety percent of the film. And
1: uh you know the, the previous one was my favorite. This one was my least favorite. Not because like it's it's bad and it, and it's th- and it's not it wasn't bad. I enjoyed watching it. I enjoyed rewatching it. It was scary um, both times honestly. But it had so much potential that it really just blew it at the end. Just like for all the potential they had for all that setup, I th- I think they sort of blew it both visually and story-wise at the end.
0: Yeah. Tell, yeah, me Tell me more. Tell me more. Well, <laughs> like okay, visually, like the, 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 the look of the look of the uh, the aliens. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm concluding these are aliens. They did look a bit like yeah. like I don't know zombie children or something instead. Which yeah, they, they, they,
1: they look, look like black metal kids. Yeah, so it's like not they, totally they clear like why
0: kids. they look like that. Mm-hmm. Is that and part of what you're objection to? Like the that,
1: that's part of it. That that like that weird. The, the diegetic and non-diegetic sound in the whole thing was completely mixed up but especially at the end where you get the uh there's like that music box noise and there's like the yeah, weird what like that? talking that is apparently how they communicate that doesn't actually match up to like you know phrases it, it the, you know there's overlap and I don't know maybe it's an alien Robert Altman movie but uh <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then and then the whole like thing that they're using Emily to, to harvest you know babies that uh, like alien hybrid babies that need to be like surgically removed does like how like there's only so many times you can it's just so implausible that even the fact that he's gaslighting her the whole time does not explain anything and it doesn't explain it in a way that is unfulfilling like it's it it leaves it leaves open questions that, that I can't see having a good answer outside of this is what happens in the movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, but you know, right up until that, and I think part of the reason that I, this was my least favorite is just cause it had so much potential. Cause it was fucking really scary at the, at the start. Um, and in fact, all the way up until like the very ending, it was, it was going, it was going good. And I think it was just, the fact that it, that it blew it so bad after building it up so good, but also very sparsely. Like the buildup was really sparse. You know, there's only there was only like two two actual shots, and the rest of it was just atmosphere.
0: Yeah. And
1: um, you know, there's only so much atmosphere you can get with like a head talking to another head.
0: <laughs> yep. But still, yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I I thought it was kind of nicely done. I'd say this one more than uh, any others as well. Sort of reminded me of uh, paranormal activity and the things that worked there. This, this is much more in that specific vein of those films that had like this, uh, sort of supernatural home invasion sense of dread coming up. That's pretty like Like it's a, it's the bottle episode of the bunch. Like it's the one that really took place in one place that, you know, the simplest answer would just be not being there anymore. But of course, you know, that wouldn't work for the film because then you aren't there anymore. Um, yeah, I, I I thought it's I I I guess I thought it worked pretty well. I, it was definitely very good at being creepy. I think this is the one that uh, this may have been the only one that Angela like just sort of declined to watch like to the point where i was sort of describing to her uh what was happening on screen while emily was describing to the dude what was happening you know <laughs> well uh, well because emily oh wait no because emily's got her eyes closed right so she's like i'm gonna yeah. close my eyes closed, which i thought i i loved that that was so yeah. weirdly like you know logical and pragmatic of a way to to deal with being scared it was like oh that's that's fantastic you know it's like a and it's a beautiful reflection of the standard horror movie audience experiences of like oh i can't look um and so she's doing that and and (laughs) angela's got her eyes closed (laughs) and so i'm describing to her what's going on beyond what uh dude's describing to the actual character the film. it was it was a nice so yeah like unquestionably great at being creepy great at putting you're like oh shit what am i gonna see even though they didn't even do that much with it which I mean, I think it works, you know, the, the fact that it didn't immediately start throwing crazy stuff at you made it that much more tense. Um, yeah. The camera flash as a strobe to grab glimpses is always kind of a, a, a nice – If it, it, it can be sort of cheap, too, but still, it, it, it's a great sort of, like, you get so tense waiting for the next flash, and you know that one of the flash Here's... is going to show something, and until it does, every flash is just yeah. they're like, ah – uh here's my question which hand was she carrying
1: that camera with because she was carrying let's just say it's an ipad for for you know for some sort of tablet
0: for oh no it couldn't have been a tablet I, I, I so was she like, must have
1: been carrying let's say a, it was laptop.
0: a Ma- let's say, yeah let's say it was a macbook air nice lightweight it was a
1: macbook yeah. and scissors <laughs> and a camera
0: yeah i don't know i don't know maybe she had Is the camera she, and the scissors in the same hand like a bayonet
1: yeah, maybe it's like a, you know, an, an FPS sort of thing where she could just like really quickly, you know, put one weapon away and take another one out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was, that, is, that, that bugged me a little, but, you know, not too much. Um, and, yeah, so with, uh, just, you know, after you know that it's his doing everything that's happening to her, on rewatch, I actually ended up watching his reaction to things a lot more than hers, just because her reactions are mostly appropriate, it's yeah. like, oh, I'm scared. Oh, this is weird. His reactions, though, are way too blasé for what's going on. And like on rewatch, it makes a lot more sense why. Yeah. And they they even sort of highlight it. You know, when she like when she wears like that reveal where she's just like, oh, there's something in my arm. Like the whole thing is just like it starts off with her being like, something in my arm is bugging me, and there's like you know a big old bump on it. And then she and then like she's you know
0: she, sort of scratching it, and the next time we see yeah. it, and then the next time we see it, she's digging around in her arm with a fucking tool, and yeah, yeah,
1: like you see her messing with her arm, and he's just like, "Are you messing with your arm?" She's just like, "Yeah," and then she brings up to the camera, and she's cut like this, you know, quarter sized <laughs> hole in there, and she's poking around with the scissors, and he's just like, "Hey, don't do that. That's bad for you." As if she's you know like doing something considerably less fucking disturbing. Yeah, um, and, and then she. And then she gets the big the big tongs to go in there. He's like, no, no, put <laughs> those down. <laughs> fucking
0: barbecue tongs, yeah. yeah.
1: And, well, and you, re- you realize he's as blesse about it, not because he's worried about her hurting herself as much, but because it's just like, you can't take that tracker out. You know, that's important.
0: Yeah, he needs her to um, stop because he doesn't want her to find the things she's looking for. And yeah, it, it yeah. is an interesting sort of switch the next time you watch it. The first time, it still felt plausible to me with the idea that if she was really uh, had a history of like, Freaking out or something, then that maybe he's actually just doing the hey, you know, that's not a thing that's okay to do. And, and also, he's, you know, a doctor in training, so he's seen, you know, worse than, you know, her poking around her arm. And But yeah, it, yeah, it's, I wish I had watched his face closer on the second watch because that's a good point because he was definitely not what I was watching the first time uh, when I originally watched this last year or whatever, but I didn't think to pay super close attention to him, even though it's still that weird sort of weariness and sort of non-committal sort of reactions he has to a lot of the odd stuff she's reporting right. or, or feeling. Um, now I thought, I, I thought it was interesting once we, once we went all through this and cause there's not, there's not really a whole lot that happens action wise in this one. It's, it's really right. like, like you said, it's mostly just, it, it's talking and then a few scare shots and then the reveal, you know, I, I found her digging around her arm to be the most viscerally, Uh, bothersome part of the whole thing. Like, you know, somehow that got to me more than him cutting out the alien feeds, because at that point, we're like, we're all in at that point. It's like, oh, who knows? We're going to find out what he's actually up to, and apparently there's aliens, and he's working for them, blah, 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 blah. So uh, it was was less out of nowhere to have something gross happen. Um, But I I, I thought uh, the whole thing with him he seems he seems almost sympathetic in a trapped in this terrible deal he's clearly made thing mm-hmm. at the end of the sequence with her where she's – after he's dug the thing out and, mm-hmm. you know, broken some of her bones and apparently taken to the hospital – Uh, Or something, you know, with a lie that she wandered into traffic or something. So that last conversation he has with her, he seems sort of burdened and sad. and, And I was almost feeling like, oh, well, you know, I mean, obviously this guy has made a terrible deal and he's doing a terrible thing to this person he cares about. But at least now there's some externality that we understand is going on here, these alien force and whatnot. Uh, I had completely forgotten since the first time I watched it that he that, that the next thing we saw was him having a similar long distance relationship with some other lady who mm-hmm. clearly also has something bugging her in arm So he's farming out who knows how many, and it's like, oh no, this guy's a terrible son of a bitch. But there's he's you know terrible. What
1: it, it's sort of um it's sort of weird because it it's repeatedly like they Emily and 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 the guy have known each other for um James, uh, James yeah James have known each other since they were children yeah uh because at one point and th- there's also like an implication that this is a, a government thing because she mentions that his because uh, his dad was military and she mentions like remember when your dad wait hang on is leavenworth a prison or a military base <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I was i was taking military base
1: <laughs> okay so um yeah so so I, I maybe it's like less of a him making a deal thing and him being part of like a large conspiracy because there's also the doctor who's in on it yeah. and his colleagues that recommended her yeah um so there's, like, a, the, you know, the, this is just, like, a, a small episode in, like, a much wider, like, X-Files
0: style. Yeah, glance uh, into the vast government conspiracy yeah. to, you know, collaborate yeah. with the aliens, blah, 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 blah. Yeah,
1: and I thought the thing with the other girl at the end was, because he mentions, like, you know, she can't take much more of this. Um, and he, I, I, I think he, like, got the aliens to give up experimenting on her, maybe? I uh, maybe there, I don't think there's enough I, to support that. I but could buy that. No, I could see yeah. that. That's a
0: little bit more redemptive. But mm-hmm. but still, he seemed really sort of laid back and into the the yeah. other girl's boobs. Basically, yeah. was whereas like uh, this doesn't feel like like if he'd seemed sort of like tense there and seemed mm-hmm. frazzled, then that would have sold it a little bit more for me. Uh, right. That this was him, you know, sort of trying to reboot this. But it really felt like an established casual. Hey, sexy, why don't you take your shirt off? Uh, thing that that made me feel like like, no, this guy's he may he may be freaked out when he has to sort of deal with the bad stuff when it goes bad like it did with Emily, but at the same time apparently he's still pretty much okay with the situation. So so I don't whole, know. I um, don't know.
1: the 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 scene with her, like with the broken arm, where she's just like, "Yeah, I've been diagnosed with schizoaffective d- disorder," and you know, it's like, "Hey, looks like I'm crazy." She gives a really sort of like heartrending speech in there that was really out of place in this movie. Yeah, like it was. She's a a good actress. Um, not that the other people that are in this aren't, but like that was a that was. You know that whole thing with her, like being like, "Hey, you know, maybe you should have somebody that's you know more normal." That was, you know, good acting. That I, I hope she puts that on her, like you know, reel or whatever it is that actors have. Yeah, uh, she did a really good job there. But she did such a good job, it felt out of place.
0: It, 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 it took me out of it a little. Yeah, it, it felt a little bit like, uh, okay, now we're gonna have a. There was also a line in there that was like a total oh dang line. It's like when he's like, you know, what if you wanted to have kids someday? Mm-hmm. Uh and she's yeah. and I was like, oh man. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's just a little babies. on the nose. And then she's like, I don't know what man. I did to deserve someone like you, which yeah. is like, oh reverse double dang. <laughs>
1: Uh and then um there was a uh g I, I don't know if it was supposed to be subtle or not, maybe if you're if you're in a relationship it's subtle or it's not subtle or you notice it. Um but uh she says, I love you and he just sort of like looks down and she's like, Okay, bye and he's like, Well, bye and he yep. just he doesn't return it. Yep. So that was uh, pretty um yeah, you know, evident. So Yeah, and then and then the thing happens with the other girl. Um and then there's more boobs. Yep. Uh yeah there's not a lot there's not a lot to say about this one. It yeah, it just it could have been so much better. And there was yeah. But but although it was elements. Yeah, it was you know if you're gonna do the twist where it turns out it's not the haunted house, it's clearly being set up to be because like all of the all of the sightings are like clearly like little ghost sightings, you're little ghosts running around. Like the fact that it turns out to be aliens, it's uh, and they're and they're farming here for hybrids doesn't explain why the hell they're just hanging out there, being freaky.
0: And yeah, and looking like ghost zombie kids. So yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah.
1: Mm. <laughs> I did like the fact that so. It, they um so basically like she drops to the floor like as she's like you know doing like closing her eyes uh exploring thing which i actually kind of like that where she was just like the first like after she's done being freaked out about the ghost she's just like i i should have talked to him it's like maybe i can help him find his body or whatever and i'm just yeah. like wow I'm sort of i like that that that's where she goes with this instead of like i'm gonna move out immediately she's just like well it's a ghost it might need help to you know go to the other side yeah she's got this um,
0: pragmatism that's that's nice
1: Yeah, and then she's, yeah, yeah, and, you know, that it's also in, like, the, it's like, you know, if I look at him, I'm going to get freaked out, so I need you to look at him for me. I thought that was a, sort of like a Medusa sort of thing, where it's like, (laughs) oh, I look at your reflection. Um, But, yeah, so, yeah, so she drops to the floor, and then you see uh, him in his, like, little screen at the bottom, like, getting up, which implies that we are watching this from his perspective, right? Yeah, it has to be. So, we're watching this from his perspective the whole time.
0: Yeah, that well, screen her, is what he, he would say. Yeah, her, her face is big as it's small. And it also yeah. th- comes back to the thing. She she asks about recording, and he keeps, like, not recording. Yeah. And it's clear That's that right. he is recording. He's just, you know, he knows what's up, so he's lying about yeah. it to cover the tracks. Uh, but I want to say, I, if he's so shitty at recording and this shit's so weird, hit hey, record on your end, Emily. Come on. <laughs> just just fucking, yeah. you know. But whatever. Uh so. And so, we come um, back we come back to the framing device after that for the wait, last wait, no,
1: hang on. just on. Oh, okay. so he gets up um, and then he immediately like walks into the room where she's passed out and I where is he yeah is I, he in her house is he like in because she's in a she's in a house it doesn't look like an apartment I, so was that like you know that and it wasn't it wasn't a cut it wasn't an edit he just gets up and then he's there.
0: Yeah, which doesn't make so, a hell of a lot of sense to me because you know you can hear yeah. someone talking in the other fucking room if they're in yeah, the even other if room. they're in the
1: even if it is an apartment and they're in the same building. You know what? You know how is it that she's been living there for months without ever seeing him? Yeah, it just did not make sense that he was. That he was, uh, what do you call it, like so close that he was able to just like get up and walk there. Yeah,
0: yeah. I wasn't quite, like I, I could understand him being like in town and ready to go, but that did seem really, really abrupt. Like it sold the idea of the oh man, you know, the the reveal betrayal sort of thing, but it does seem a little And this,
1: um, yeah, the last thing is that uh, there was glitching in this one too, so it was a very specific kind of glitching. I don't use Skype a lot, so I don't know if it's a Skype thing or if, you know, they made it up. But like the way that this glitches out is that uh, the screen is broken up into like into boxes, and like some of the boxes update and some of them don't. And I actually got a really weird ass screenshot doing that. I guess I put up on the blog. It was just just her eyes are going in different directions. It yeah. was Weird. Um, and then as he you know when he cuts her open to get the fetus out, it glitches out doing that as he's removing the fetus. So we don't actually see him removing it from her.
0: I just lost you. I just lost, uh, the sound of you,
1: Yes, but you know, I did. Yeah.
0: Okay. Can you hear me?
1: Yeah, I can hear you. Can did you hear you,
0: me? Did you hear me saying that I couldn't hear you?
1: No, I didn't hear okay. you. There, 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 there was a,
0: there was, there was a brief <laughs> glitch, dare I say, you may need to repeat the last, uh, last 15 seconds or so, uh, reiterate your thought oh, about um, the glitching with the alien.
1: Yeah, so the glitching, so he was pulling, he was, uh, they, they used the glitching as he was pulling out the fetus in a way to cover up the fact that they didn't have a really
0: good way to do that effect. (laughs) Which is, hey, that's, that's, it was was obvious, but it was
1: clever, but it was also obvious. It's like, it's like, you know, I, I, I I can, I can get behind the, uh, I can get behind like the, the great idea to do that, but I, why would you be doing an effect you can't shoot in the first place? Yeah and you don't have to because it wasn't it's it's not a gore movie yeah or i mean it kind of is but it's that you 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 don't have the capability to make it a the the thing that you wanted to do so why why even bother well you know you don't have to show it to us and
0: i can see it sounding good on paper like you know especially the idea that he's like you know a, a medical student so he's got this uh you know Capability scalpel to, always ready Well, yeah, he's well, yeah, got to do the surgical his bare bare and do you so think if, yeah. Maddie, if
1: he has the scalpel he's also got a pair of fucking yeah. gloves to make sure that she doesn't get infected when he like dips his bare hands and like directly into her abdomen
0: yeah she also didn't bleed very much the whole thing feels a little bit like yeah I, I think basically what you're saying is like uh, it's it, it, it's a weak scene visually because it's a little bit like uh, it feels cheap in a way that the rest of it just yeah. felt economical uh, mm-hmm. but hey what do you do Yep, it happened
1: so, yeah, so that was that was the sick Oh, and you know what? The the title of this one has the allusion to sexual assault in it. So, yeah. hey. Uh, <laughs> yep. It's the uh, the sick thing that happened to Emily when she was younger. So, hey, mm-hmm. you know, great job shoehorning that in, guys. Uh Oh, yeah, so we come back to the framing device and the chair is empty again.
0: And here comes the dude with the mustache. He's looking for yet another missing dude, bro. Uh, and yeah, he's I, alo-
1: so he's alone in there now.
0: Yeah, and I think I think it reacts to the chair being empty, but I don't remember the details. I didn't make any he notes about it. He, he, he,
1: de- he doesn't react to it. I, I was looking for a reaction, and there's no reaction. Because uh, he clearly, he definitely reacts um, when they first find the guy. Because, you know, they got their spotlights on him, and yeah. he, he's taken a backbite, But he doesn't react seeing them the guy not in the chair. Yeah,
0: And... and uh, so then he, he hears the sounds of footsteps, and he goes down mm-hmm. some stairs, and he finds a headless corpse and responds with, oh, fuck. But it really sounds, like, I, I'm curious about he the. He was it, laughing. Yeah, I, it sounded like, like Jolly, like like this was this, like basically they're filming their own episode of Jackass, <laughs> and he's like, oh, my God, what did these guys do? Maybe he thinks they well, cut the head off the old dude and, and it, dumped it there just to fuck with him or something.
1: They did do some characterization of him being like the other guys are assholes but they did characterize him as sort of like a sociopath yeah um so it could be that because you know like um there's just when they're uh, when they're talking about like you know doing different like sort of videos to sell to some reality porn site which is i guess why they lifted that girl's shirt up um, you know, he like busts in their TV to get them to pay attention, you know, when they're just like, Hey, it's like, you know, what if the dead guys, uh, well, I mean, not the dead guy. It's like, what if the old guy's here? He's just like, I'll take, you. it's like, I guess then we just got to deal with it. And, you know, then they make fun of him when they find the dead guy. He's like, why is he dead? It's like, Oh, we dealt with it. <laughs> um, so it's set up with him being like, sort of the alpha sociopath they, you know? dude. Yeah. yeah. Um. where they're, uh, and then, you know, that, that, so the, him like, you know, sort of cracking up at the, at the, the, the headless body. Mm, it wasn't as jarring as it would have been without those scenes. Yeah,
0: and then and then he sees the actual head, and that seems to actually freak him out. And and then and then there's some then he fall falls dude on the stairs, and he runs and falls, he falls the,
1: downstairs like the uh, like in uh, Amateur Night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we once again we get like, someone
0: falling down the stairs and hurting themselves and. Mm-hmm. And uh and the old dude is now coming down the stairs very much mobile and there's terrible sounds and then we get like the camera laying still on the floor. And then on the movie well, another a, movie starts.
1: No, there's a brief um there's a brief uh shot of like the guy's face in like extreme like the dead guy's face in extreme close up and it's like a horrible, like zombie face with blood and stuff. It's like a zombie monster
0: face sort of thing. Well yeah, he was coming down the stair or was there after that was there a shot? No,
1: right after that there was like a really brief like not brief like you know like a like a subliminally sort of shot thing like the, uh but just like brief enough that it's just a flash yeah. of like you know hideous zombie monster face uh,
0: i must have blinked and missed it while i was making notes uh, which did
1: not look like the actor playing the dead guy <laughs> yeah,
0: well which what he do you do but um, in any case uh, from, from there then another movie just starts yeah uh, and to an empty chair yeah did, 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 a, did we get a shot of the chair yeah I, I, we got a yeah. shot of the chair okay
1: mm-hmm. And so, I really would have liked to see was the dead guy like sitting down to watch a video, yeah, because like you know when you it, it just when you do an anthology thing it 's always nice to see like the witty ending taking place before like i uh, taking place before the end of the last movie and like the last movie being like something regarding the ending, so that there 's no So there's no, like, I I don't like it when the framing device bookends, I'd rather see the framing device end and start the last thing as part of the ending of the framing device. Yeah. So I would like to see like the guy just like sit down and pop in a videotape to watch it. Like, you know, as you just like some normal guy watching a videotape. Yep. Um, but, but yeah, so the off. last one is
0: uh, uh, 1031.98. Yeah, well, I called. just want to say, like, the, mm-hmm. the framing device does neither of those things in this case. We just really get, like, another movie basically starts without any explanation of who is watching it, why it's starting, and then we don't get any bookend either. It's just like, okay, now we had five movies. So here's right. the fifth one.
1: Um, yeah, so the fifth one is 1031.98, and it starts with a guy uh, in a. In a costume that he would, had they made it to the party they were going to, he would have had to explain that costume to everybody. Because it's a nanny camp <laughs> costume, so he's dressed like a teddy bear with a disguised camera in his hat or in his hood or whatever, but it's a disguised camera. Yes, yeah, that's, that's so, one of those
0: uh, high-concept costumes. Sounds really great to you, and then you're like, oh, no, oh, shit. And nobody gets this, and I have to, and then I explain it, and they're like, oh, okay, well.
1: Or maybe that's what he found on like, some pickup artist website. Wear an incomprehensible costume. You have to explain.
0: <laughs> it's a great conversation starter. Um, yeah. Um, uh, yeah.
1: So oh, actually, so- no, it starts off with a barbecue where they forget tongs, which I guess it's an establishing <laughs> shot that they're friends.
0: Yeah. And, and, it, it, uh, and, and, that, and they bring that back around at the end, too, with the weird static and dubbing over sort of thing. Oh yeah! Like, like apparently they they shot a bunch of video at the barbecue, and then they used that tape to film with the nanny cam because then there's little flickers of the barbecue showing up uh, at the end too when they're all dead. And in, it, it's it's a surprisingly kind of like touching and maudlin use of the overdub glitching yeah. sort of thing compared to most of the rest of the the anthology here.
1: Yeah, it was. It was a. Uh, it was. De- yeah, it was definitely a. a dr- It was. It was glitching with a dramatic purpose that had didn't have anything to do with. The th- well, it had something to do with the thing taking place, but it also had. You know, it was. It was. It was basically a flashback. Yeah. It was. It was flashback through. But that they couldn't communicate. That this is how they communicate. The flashback in this medium was through glitching it out. Yep. Which was. Uh, which I thought was pretty. Nice. Although this was the movie that had like the most conspicuous editing. Yeah. <laughs> just enough that it was just enough that I would occasionally forget that there's a fourth guy, yeah. sort of like in um, Cloverfield. Um, so, yeah, so uh, it's, it's a bunch of guys and they go to a Halloween party.
0: Uh, I, I, I want to say we, we mm-hmm. mentioned the guy falling down the stairs, then the guy falling down the stairs. And then this one shortly after the second falling down the stairs and mm-hmm. to your doom scene we've got this guy just cavalierly jumping down some steps and like yep. over a railing and being totally fine. And it was like I was like, oh no, you can't. You just, oh okay, you're good. <laughs> it's not what this <laughs> the fine. movie just
1: ended there and then. <laughs> oh God
0: and then he goes to the hospital. Um
1: <laughs> and you could turn into a hospital horror movie. <laughs> yeah. But none of that happened. Nope. Um yeah so they they make it to this house um, and the house is there's nobody in the house. It's really like I, the, the fact that they go in is one of those horror movie, stupid things, because it's clearly that there is no party going on. Yeah, in this house. If you can't tell
0: the difference between like, you know, the party is inside, go find it. Or this is a haunted house. And this is just a house that no one's at. Then what are you, what are you thinking?
1: Yeah. So they, they break into a house yes. thinking it's a party house. Um, and then you know they're 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 walking around it's that there's a lot of just you know looking at shit in a house and at one point one of the guys just like it's like oh it's a haunted house and there's like some lights flickering in a room and it's like oh look how spooky it is but the lights are flickering because there's something horrible going on yep. which i thought was you know sort of a lamp shady thing and the guy's like look at that chair it's turned over that's because there were signs of a struggle and then that chair begins to follow them around and i, I don't know if that was that. As, you didn't notice yeah i, I don't didn't. know if it was as funny if, as it was as it was but that chair follows them around it's it's either that or there's like a series of identical chairs in weird locations in the house yeah, but it's definitely shot as if they're being followed by a chair
0: Well, and I, I love that there's also this, this moment where two of the guys come running out of a room and like oh my god there are hands coming out of the walls and we don't see yeah. it we just hear them saying that and they're thinking oh man that's a really great uh, you know, haunted house trick uh, but it actually apparently was horrible demonic hands coming out of the walls which we then see very clearly later in the, in the film <laughs>
1: I actually like seeing that, because the way that they were, like, the way that it starts out, there was no, nothing there indicating that this would be, like, an effects thing, and this was, like, the, the this was, like, the, uh, like, they, I think they saved it for last just because it was, like, a yeah. whole yeah also, Yeah, this
0: a fucking great, uh, you know, FX reel is how yeah. this finishes out, and, yeah, it was, like, it's surprisingly good, like, you know, it was, like, really, a bunch of really fucking nice shots, uh, a bunch of really great little effects that they pulled off. Yeah, um, no,
1: yeah, none of them looked um none of them looked like you were super imposing special effects onto a VHS tape. Yeah. Which is like, how you know they're good.
0: Yeah, it was really nice, really solid compositing. Um,
1: um so yeah, so they're in this so this chair's following them around. Um there's a brief scare shot where he, where one of the guys goes into like this black and white bedroom and you know, there's a chair there. And then he sort of pants the mirror and there's like a, uh, you know, like a... Uh, girl a in girl, a white
0: dress. Like uh,
1: black hair over her face, kind of like, what's her name, Samara from The Ring? Yeah. It's like that sort of aesthetic,
0: you know, creepy little girl. And he pants uh, back to the chair and it's empty. Yeah. Uh, but and he doesn't right, freak out. Right before that, there was the, a similar figure on the stairs in the background of shot, just a real subtle little thing. Oh, I didn't see that. Uh, well, it's, it's one of those things, that it, one, of, one of the characteristic, like, use of a static frame things in a lot of these movies. And and again, I'm going to mention paranormal activity as the franchise that's done the most of this since so many of the shots in those movies are static. Um but just the way you set a static shot in a movie where you know there's going to be scares suddenly makes it sort of like a point and click adventure. Like what part of the frame is something weird going to happen in? And so I've gotten really used to looking for those (laughs) in these things. And so yeah I saw the figure on the stair it was like a like like maybe half a second or something, just a real brief thing. And uh, and then you know some sort of distraction they did a really good job of interrupting actual objective freaky stuff with dude bro prankiness in a way that really made it hard to settle into shit is really, really, really wrong and we should get out of here.
1: Oh yeah, uh, when he when he comes up to the guy and he's just like he's just like, you know, be quiet and you know, he's like pointing to something and you think that it's going to be like another, it's like, oh, we found another room where there's hands coming out the walls and you think it's going to be like a scare shot and then you know, it there's like, you know, the, the, they quietly approach the guy that's dressed like a pirate from the back and he's standing completely still and you don't know why and you think it's going to be like, you know, something's going on like he's hypnotized by monsters and then the guy who's dressed like the unabomber just jumps out and scares him and that was it yep i and i thought that was pretty funny and then he the other guy hits him with a sword they they did a really good job of making it clear that these guys are friends yeah
0: and and uh, they set it up well to have that sort of like we are all in this goofy thing together being the thing preventing them from Seriously assessing the strangeness of what's going on, so uh, that that worked for me pretty well. That like they had that momentum made this. a lot more sense.
1: That it, it, it made them going back a lot more sense because it wasn't just like, look, guys, we got to go back, and it was just like, hey, fuck you, we're leaving. You go do what you want. You know, they're they they had to all go back in together because yeah. they're in this together. Yeah. yeah so. so they
0: get up the attic where they've discovered the 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 party they think, and there's the chanting and it's these guys, you know, four guys around some girl in a white dress tied up. Uh, and uh, and they're you know chanting cast him down cast him down you know oh lord something and mm-hmm. and uh, and then they start chanting along I loved that <laughs> like they're like yeah okay this is what we're doing we're pretending we're doing some horrible ritual cast him down cast him down and then everything gets really awkward because the guy's doing the ritual and and smacking this tied up girl around you know not throwing a party of course yeah. uh, I want to say. Well, I'll, I'll get and back to that. And that's when the
1: the the first uh real effect shot happens. Yeah. Um where just like when it it's you know, when the focus is not on the girl is when the things go wrong. Like so the girl is she's she either she's a demon or she's possessed. It's one yes. of the other. I couldn't yes. tell which. Um And so, you know, the whole time that, you know, as soon as she she notices like them, she starts yelling for help, which, you know, makes sense because this is a tied up girl and they're they're torturing her in some way. And so you think it's going to be like, you know, a, a zombie redneck murder family sort of thing. Um, and then, you know, just as soon as like they stop, you know, chanting the, the incantation or something, uh, one of the guys like grabs his throat or his chest. Cause they all either grab their throat or their chest right before it happens and it just gets pulled into the ceiling, yeah. like by an unseen force. And yeah, that was, they, they made that look real good.
0: Yeah. So yeah. that happens and, and the, and the guys freak out and they bail cause holy shit. Mm-hmm. And then they go back and they, uh, fight the remaining dudes, some of whom get sucked into the ceiling as well, and they cut the girl free with a ritual dagger and, and book it out of the house, and, and then, yeah, the FX reel really kicks off, and we get really great like, the hands coming on the walls look really good yeah, uh, there's some birds flying through a doorway some into freaky, another
1: doorway, I thought yeah. that was
0: great, yeah, uh, freaky hand pins appearing unbidden on the wall uh, there's like
1: a to, big boom behind them too yeah, like, every time like, one appears, boom, it's like a thud yeah
0: Grabs the door and the the, the doorknob disappears. Like doesn't into turn into the a door. Penis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you can only hope for so <laughs> much. Uh, doorknob disappears. The window on the door just starts clamping down into nothingness yeah. in an impossible way. That that was that yeah. was. The, I was like, fuck yes. I am so on board with your effect sequence now. That somehow was creepier than everything else that had come before for me.
1: Yeah, because I mean, everything that comes before it could just be just like, oh, you know, it's 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 scary stuff, but like nothing. That was like the weirdest part of it when like the like the door started changing like the yeah. actual form of the object was changing because of the you know demonic power it wasn 't just lifting stuff or making stuff appear it was doing something to the wall um and then there was the uh, the floating uh, dishes and uh, the floating like cups and dishes. I, I thought this was actually great because when the camera pans to it and you see all of these like floating cups and dishes, the guy's are like, "Oh shit!" But like the tone of his voice isn't like, "And I'm terrified." It was kind was half like, "I'm terrified, oh shit!" But it's also half, "Wow, that's really fucking cool." <laughs> Like, he was clearly impressed by, you know, whatever the hell was going on and why it was going on, but it's like, oh, shit, there's shit floating, and then it all flies at him. Yep. Um, And then they take her out, they have to take her out through the basement, because all the doorknobs start disappearing, and then there's, like, hands coming out of the walls in the basement, and there's, like, a very slow-moving fog coming at them, which I thought was cool, because that must have been CG fog, because you can't, you, 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 it's, you can't really control how fast a wall of fog moves. Yeah. No, like as far from what I know of special effects, it's that's kind of really hard to do. Um, So that must have been CG, which means it was they did a great job at it. And so you know they get the girl out of the out of the building, um, and they take her in the cab in the car, and then it's all just you know them being freaked out, and you know the girl is uh, clearly like you know messed up and traumatized.
0: She's clearly been stabbed. She's got a big red spot on her white dress uh, in her belly.
1: Yeah. Um, and then the car starts slowing down. Is that is that the next thing that happens? The yeah, starts- yeah.
0: So so the the car dies on the train tracks. Which Chekhov's train? They 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 were waiting at the train earlier. You know, waiting. And they for were the filming train the train. Yeah. Um, so yes, they bring that back around, and she just she just blinks out of the car. There's like a blink, and she's not in the car anymore. And they're really, they
1: are as freaked out as one should be when something <laughs> just disappears. Cause you see in movies, like, you know, something blink out of existence. Everybody's like, where is it? But they were like, freak the fuck out, which yep. was, I, I, I like that. And then she appears in front of the car, like screeching at them, which was uh, pretty cool. And then, and then when they realized, oh, uh, and then she appears in front of the car she's like blinking all over the place and yeah yeah and then when she appears in front of the car she's just staring at the and then she just like calmly turns and walks away yep and then that's when the train starts barreling down on them which yeah, I they can't was, get out
0: because whatever was changing around the house is also keeping mm-hmm. the doors locked and yeah they very much get killed by a train hitting them so here's okay so here's my question about what was going mm-hmm. on with this girl and 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 the train and whatnot so mm-hmm. i I, I agree completely with the take that, yeah, we're supposed to think these are like, you know, like torture hillbillies or something, or maybe, you know, you know old-timey Satanists or something. But then it turns out that they were probably actually trying to exorcise the demon or something, and there's something mm-hmm. in this girl, and that's... So they were actually doing good in the bad-looking sort of way. Uh, and then got... This isn't what it looks like. <laughs> yeah. And then they get interrupted, and... Uh, uh, which also yeah anyway so 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 that happens they go and yank the girl out them getting killed on the tracks is this mm-hmm. the demon possessed girl or whatever we're dealing with there uh actually pulling to fruition something that was planning long haul or just an opportunistic this will be a good way to get rid of these guys or an opportunistic this will be a good way to perform a, a, a little sacrifice ritual uh because like it doesn't seem like yeah I don't know I like, think it was a
1: way to get rid of them quickly, because, you know, if they had, if they t- she couldn't, you know, if they took her to the hospital, they'd find out, like, something weird, because yeah. she, you know, it was, you know, whether it's possession or whatever, you know, something's weird, like, there was a, there must have been a way that, like, the, the 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 praying people that doing the chanting figured out that she was possessed or a demon or something, so I think it was just one of those, it's like, well, you know, like, the 1205 train will be here in about two and a half minutes, or just, like, you know, like, 45 seconds or whatever, so if I blink out now, that should kill him yeah it was uh what, what, is, what is that the, the, the philosophical concept called is it laplace's demon or something i like don't know like the, uh, the the little there's like a little creature that knows everything that would happen ever is it called laplace yeah laplace's demon it's a philosophical construct um about like a uh demon that would, that would like a little imp thing that would know anything that would happen that i might be completely
0: misinterpreting but no, anyway no, no. I, yeah. I just don't know this one so
1: if you know, call in now. Uh, yeah, so... Um, and then they die, and then, you know, somehow the, the, the tape survives, I, yeah. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I there's, guess there's, there's literally, there is no explanation of how that tape would have survived, because they got hit by a train.
0: Yeah, well... It's um, so a really yep, built, well-built yep. anti-cam.
1: And then some really good credits. Uh, you get, like, a blue screen with, like, it says VHS, in that, like, VHS display font. And then a, it's a music video by a band called, I think it was The Death Set, and it's a really nice music video because it just uses the, like, the footage of them vandalizing things, but they used the footage of them like pulling the girl's shirt up, and I was just like, well, you know, now I can't send this to everybody and say, look at this cool video, yeah, because it's got this thing in it, and I don't feel like explaining that. Yep. Um, but yeah, it did get me to watch the entirety of the credits
0: yep and it was interesting to see like aggressive actual use of like conspicuous editing that looks like conspicuous editing, not yeah. just like you know conspicuously cinematic editing uh with like the, the the tight loop of you know and you know some like you know half a second in a tight loop. Tied into yeah, it, and like they the use like the audio from
1: from they use the audio in the loop as part of the music too yeah. so it was yeah. it went from like being like a verite sort of thing to being a you know like video art thing
0: yeah it's sort of it's a cut up two extremes thing. yep um yeah and that was vhs yep i i want to say one thing from the credits is uh, one of the guys one of the hooligans in the framing film is named uh, kentucker oddly and i want to say <laughs> that is one oddly named fellow
1: that yeah, um, and Adam Wingard is one of the guys, and Adam Wingard is the guy who directed the Framing Device. Ah, uh, and I don't know which guy. I think he might have been Glasses Guy. Uh, kind of. I'm, I'm looking at pictures of him, and he looks kind of like Glasses Guy. Did you? Be, were you able to figure out the accent on the on the hooligans? Because one of them had a very very distinct accent. and The rest of them had kind of like mild accents. Yeah, no, I
0: I didn't. I didn't, uh, I didn't uh, catch anything there. Um, yeah. I couldn't find any fun
1: trivia about this or anything. It's uh the, the movie wasn't it wasn't that wide of a release. It was one of those like uh it 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 did $36,000 at its opening weekend, which is like not a lot. <laughs> <at> <laughs> I I not yeah, I, I and mean it grossed a total of $100,000 in the states, but then it did an additional like 500,000 overseas, but they did not make back the money that Meramax bought this. Was it
0: was Meramax. Whoever whoever distributed this paid a million dollars for it. Yeah, uh, I I was kind of like, because VHS two, I mean, I guess that's the nice thing about doing like a extremely indie movie is like if you don't make back your money on it, there's not a giant loss involved. So maybe no one really cares too much and if you can get the funding for a second one, you can make a second one. Uh
1: Oh, I, I like it when cool. hearing that like something was optioned for like a million dollars because that means there's like a boardroom setting. It's like we are prepared to offer you one million dollars.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and regardless of who, you know, how much that is, is, you know, subjectively based on what's going on, it's still pretty cool to be able to say that. Yep. Um Yeah, so uh do you have anything else to to, to say about the
0: movie? You know, watching this reminded me uh of something I should try and track down it was it was a short piece I read in Harper's Monthly sometime probably in the late 90s you know my parents had a subscription for and I'd I'd read it like when I was in high school and if I was home visiting for college uh and it was a it was a piece by someone talking about the experience they had of watching a video that was like totally a found footage thing it was like I think it was basically a video shot by a kid messing around in the backseat of a car filming the car behind them Uh, And something terrible happens, like maybe there's a terrible car accident or maybe that person behind them was actually literally on the brink of suicide and blew their head off or, you know, something, something objectively horrible happens in the car behind the car this is being filmed from. But it wasn't, you know, it was an actual just thing that happened to happen. So it was like an accidental stuff film. So the person's writing about uh their experience of watching this basically knowing that it's something where something terrible's going to happen but at the same time it's not shot like a horror movie it's not shot like something that's an intentional piece of, you know, horror and so there's the weirdness of experiencing the banality of this completely unremarkable, completely naive uh bit of film waiting for the terrible thing that's going to happen to happen and just i hadn't thought of that in years and suddenly I, when we're watching this again last night uh i remember that i want to track that down because i don't even remember what it was about but it strikes me that it's something that uh may have basically predated blair witch and the resurgence of this style mm-hmm. of cinema c- cinema in a way that uh, uh is oddly uh i don't know sort of prescient but uh I don't know. I just, I, I, I thought of that and maybe, maybe someone remembers what that is. Maybe someone knows what the hell piece I'm talking about. Cause that's going to be a trickier one to Google. Like that thing I read in Harper's. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that I also had some other thought about the beginning of the film that I can't remember now. So I can't remember it now. Well, that's too bad. Yep. Anyway, that was, that was fun. Is it, this is yeah. our, our last episode was actually on the short side. I wonder if it's because mm-hmm. the movie was good. Um, possibly, but, uh, but yeah, it was, I think last one was I, th- I like, think it
1: was just a really sparse movie that yeah, there wasn't you yeah, know. it
0: wasn't super busy. I mean we we had stuff to talk about, but it wasn't but this by I was a little bit worried. I mean I think we did okay. Well this is on the long side, we're like at I don't know, two and a half hours or something. But uh but five films and and then an extra film too. It kind of you know
1: Yeah, there's there's a sure. reason for that.
0: But it, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm really I'm really sort of digging looking at this kind of, of filmmaking. So I I I would like to do some more stuff in this genre at some point i don't know if the next thing the found footage necessary. or anthology or both uh, both really uh, the found footage thing in particular uh i think that it's interesting looking at the different ways there's executed and the fun thing about this anthology is seeing these various different takes all at once in short film format but looking at like you know revisiting Blair, which sometime would be fun i think looking at yeah. a couple other things s- that have done that
1: i haven't actually seen that since i saw it in the theater in maryland in the suburbs that you had to get through to go through that in order to get to from the theater, you had to go through the woods. <laughs> um, so just literally where the movie takes place. Uh, yeah, so I haven't seen it since that. That's
0: awesome. Yeah, I haven't seen it since it came out. I saw it in the theater, actually, uh, in that first year. And, and I don't think I've seen it since. I saw the sequel, which was... Eh.
1: Oh, but, uh, uh, the isn't the sequel just a shitty movie?
0: Kind of, yeah. Yeah, it's... it's, 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 it's it's much more of a movie. Movie as part of the thing. Like they, they, they didn't stick with the really, really raw, improvised aesthetic. So there's still like the it was caught on camera aspect to things, but it's it feels very different. I, I remember being really sort of let down. It just felt like a horror movie.
1: I've never heard anything good
0: about it. Yeah, well, I, I, it's it's not impossible to sit through anything. It would be worth watching sometime, probably, but uh, but it's not something I would make a priority but yeah anyway i don't know
1: do you, do you also ha- i'm starting to feel like this project is is exposing the fact that not impossible to sit through is something we can't really comment on <laughs> honestly
0: <laughs> well uh, that's what i'm saying I, I i don't think i think probably the better criticism of blair Witch too uh based on what i remember it is that it's just it's very mediocre like it like 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 the original blair Witch was not a particularly super well-made film but it was interesting because it was doing something unusual and i suspect going back and watching it, it some of the edges are gonna seem a lot rougher now than they did at the time when it was more novel. But uh but I bet it'll still sort of feel kinda like how it did. Like it'll feel like what it was. And Blair Witch too just it seemed it seemed really mediocre. It seemed like a lot more money to get not a whole lot more accomplished, you know. They they really got financing based on the huge success of the first one. And then it turned out that the first one was a huge success because of a lot of luck and timing and being in the right place in the right time, rather than because they were brilliant filmmakers who were just destined to create a amazing franchise or whatever the hell. Right. But that's enough shit talking about a movie I haven't watched in, you know, 15 years or whatever. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, we'll figure out what we're going to watch next time. We haven't really talked about it, so we'll have to, talk about that but we'll mention it on facebook and we'll uh, we'll mention it also on, tumblr, on tumblr yeah yeah we'll do the whole spread and and uh,
1: um yeah and yeah you know uh, if you're listening to this and you haven't joined the facebook group or followed us on tumblr do that if you want um you know be i fun it's nice yeah like and it. you can you can uh what do you call it Hector, us rate us on iTunes. Yes, that, yeah, ra- that, that thing. Yeah, rate us and review us uh, on
0: iTunes. It'll help the podcast get higher visibility, so more people mm-hmm. can find it. Tell your friends. Tell your relatives. You're going to, you know, Christmas dinner or something. Hey, you know, tell everybody they should listen to this podcast. Then you don't play have to buy it them for presents. Them. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, just pick your just,
1: favorite episode. Have your sit down your family and 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 play it for if them. If they try
0: and talk, just shush them. Just shush them and yep. uh and yeah and, and then you don't have to buy them presents because you got them the greatest present of all you know it's, it's the gift that keeps on giving every every two weeks it keeps on giving so yeah. uh you know really it's 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 give the
1: gift of us rambling
0: yes exactly uh <laughs> other than that i think i think i'm pretty good uh yeah we'll be back uh in the new year i guess it'll be the new year by the time we will uh, it yeah yeah well, no. it's uh it's i don't know 22nd today so is there an apocalypse threat this year I don't no. think so. I don't think so. No, I think we okay. got a while before that. Uh, Twenty fifteen, Back to the Future will happen. So, mm. or Back to the Future two, technically, I guess. Will oh, finally, be so. able to get my Mr. Fusion. Yeah, yeah. Finally, and those sick uh, Nikes.
1: Yeah. Well, there you go, folks. Sick <laughs> Nikes. Sick <laughs> Nikes.
0: See you in a couple of weeks. <laughs>